What up, what up, what up, y'all? I am your host, Young Smooth. I'm OB. And this is The Kickstand. A place where you're going to kick up your motherfucking feet and chill out for about at least an hour or so. Y'all know how we do. So this week, we wanted to definitely hit y'all with some real shit. We had so many amazing ass guests that it has been ridiculous in this two-year span. Like, yep. dog, I'm talking... If we're going to name him, let's go through it. We, got, we had Nephi. We had Danny Lugo. We had Mr. Knowles. We had Nellie Hendricks. We had Gabe. Oh, that was a good episode, mm-hmm. too. Um, we had DJ Evil Empire, Wintress, Zodiac, G Hood, Jay McGraw, um, Bishop the DJ, Kojo, uh, Trez and Gente, uh, Doc and, and QG and Jay and Kalata. So we had a lot of guests. Over the the course of a two year span, and we wanted to kind of sit back and pay homage to all the guests. You know what I'm saying? Um, that you know, we just we wanted to show y'all some love. Um, don't forget that you can follow us at the Kickstand Podcast um, on Instagram, the Kickstand Pod on Twitter, and the Kickstand Podcast on Facebook. Um, if you have any questions, you can always email us at thekickstandpodcast at gmail.com. Um, don't forget you can listen to us on Google Music, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud. Um, what am I missing something? Uh, Spotify. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, we, we everywhere we all want to be. Um, so, make sure y'all sit back, take a listen to this show because it's going to be another dope-ass episode. And uh, we, we hope to see y'all soon. Mm-hmm. All right? And I was having a conversation with one of my other artist friends. It's like sometimes people that you're in a relationship with may not even understand that what you're doing is still your business. Yes. Exactly. Like to them, they look they look at like oh they're in the studio having fun or do uh, we're having of fun, course. but right. it's still this your business. It's still something you have to do Real to shit. get where you're trying to All get. Right. Real right. Talk. And some people don't look at it in that realm. Like just these like, tracks oh, just don't fall out the sky. Right. <laughs> this just doesn't right. fall out the sky and just right. happen. Yeah, so it is it's it's really good in that in that regard to know what your business is in a brand. Like yo, you have mm-hmm. a whole brand. Mm-hmm. And I again am so mm-hmm. humbled to have witnessed it from the ground. Uh, you but, did. You but like did. the marketing, the the brand, the merch. Oh, I'm in love with merch. <laughs> I'm so excited. You don't understand. I am a Tumblr cup guy. I have so many cups from so many different Literally. places. Literally. Now like, you got the Nessie cup to add to the collection. You know, I got a little something in there. Ain't nothing wrong know. with it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. But, um, and then I just, what I love is the logo. The logo mm-hmm. is so super dope. I'm like, that's just you. That's just you. Mm-hmm. you. Like, mm-hmm. and again, I'm so very proud. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Thank um, you. So recently, you got a chance. And a matter of fact, it was funny because I mm-hmm. actually got the, um, text message from Singleton Okay. prior to. Singleton is my babe. Like, I, we've been friends for a long time. She's a sweetheart. I love her. Time. Yes. yes. And she's, I've known her since the, I want to say the second annual DMV Awards was the first time I met her. Okay. And I, we were all there. Mm-hmm. That was when MEO kind of first started out and it was it was amazing, and me and her have clicked and just been friends ever since. So yeah, she's a sweetheart. I, I call her to talk music. Mm-hmm. I call her to to just vent sometimes, mm-hmm. and she's just a great shoulder to lean on. Mm-hmm. But she sent me the thing about mm-hmm. Chris Gotti, mm-hmm. and I was in transit and mm-hmm. doing all the things that I had to do and trying to get ready for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but you went, and I saw it, and I was like, yes, the event. Yeah, because yeah. he was at, he was at the. Uh, I think it was VVC the night before the event. Right, exactly. I didn't go then, right. but I met them the night before that oh, at before Raven's okay. Happy Hour. Okay. And uh, my producer, who I'm working with now, who recorded my single "Wave" for me, mm-hmm. 
he came in the event mm-hmm. and he knew them. Mm-hmm. So he's like, Nephi, come yeah. in. Yeah. Like, hey, yes. my nigga. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was my first time. Actually, let me go back. That's not entirely true. Let me tell you the whole story. Mm-hmm. The night of that happy hour, mm-hmm. I went to Marshall's. Okay. Before. Because mm-hmm. I bought a sexy bathing suit, but my titties couldn't fill out the top of it. <laughs> it was cute, too. Yeah, put that like, thing on. Oh, I was mad. Like, if I had a little extra half a cup, right. we could have made it twerk, <laughs> but I couldn't make it twerk. So, my yeah. ass is going to the Marshalls. What's funny, I was going to go to the one up on Righteoustown Road mm-hmm. to return it. But I'm like, I need to go in town, so I'm going to go to the one more down. So... I pull up to the thing. It's this big-ass Sprinter van right. outside with music and pictures and shit on it. And mm. I'm always curious. You right. know me. I'm yeah, like, who I mean, the... I'm about to see who these niggas are. Right. So I go return my bra. I come out. I mean, my bra. My bathing suit. Mm-hmm. I come out. I'm like, let me go over here and see what's up with them. Mm-hmm. So I said, what's, hey, yo, what's going on? What's this? What y'all got over here? Right. So then they kind of came and talked to me, let me know what they were out here to do. And that was my first... Um, I guess exchange with his team. Mm-hmm. So Gotti was not there, right? But his team was there with the van. So they gave me information. They asked me what I was about to do. I'm like, look, I'm going to this happy hour. They like, we going too. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking they're going somewhere else. So we all basically wind up at the same happy hour. Okay. So it was like I met the team before and then met them again yeah, at, at the, the happy, happy hour, hour through my producer. Right. And so apparently, word on the street is um, they went back and checked out some of my work and mm-hmm. then mentioned my name at VBC the yes. next day. Yes. Oh, shit. So, and I was supposed to go to that too, and I missed it. Mm-hmm. But somebody from his team texted me like, God, he just saluted your work. Mind you, I don't know yes. what he's talking about. Right. I'm just like, good look. okay, good yeah. luck. Tell yeah. him, you know, I'm thinking they just watch it, and he just makes a comment like, oh, she's dope. Mm-hmm. But he actually said my name at the station during That's the interview. Just, uh... And I was like, what? So, after that, I'm like, I got to do the showcase. Mm-hmm. Went the next day, did the showcase. Won the showcase, a distribution right. deal through them. Okay. And then afterwards, he's like, yo, what you doing? Come to the studio. Mm-hmm. So, I wound up being in the studio with Gotti till 6 in the morning. Laid down a verse to a record. Like, it was Tough. crazy. Amazing. It was crazy. Did you get like, a lot of good industry knowledge? Absolutely. Like and he's it. so down. Like, he's so chill. He's so down to earth. Right. Like, All right. Great dude. What was it like traveling for you? Like, has that is the experience different than, Shh, man. than being here? Excuse my language, but that shit fucked me up for life. I have insomnia. <laughs> it's like, the kickstand fuck language. <laughs> I, I have insomnia like a bitch. So like a lot mm-hmm. of times, like right right now, I probably would be asleep because I do gotta work. But at the same time, it's like I'm up and I'm not upset about it because I'm so used to changing time zones. Right, that was like the biggest adjustment. Waking up at four a.m. But having a time span where it reverses, so by the time we get to where we going, it's time to do the first show. Mm-hmm. You know, sound check, all that. It, it was adjustment, but right. you know, it was fun. And and your craft is is amazing. Is amazing. <laughs> like I never. It, and and here's my thing. And I think I I, I have it. And it's my, it's my own personal thing. A lot of times, and we talked about this with Nephi. A lot of times, we have so many males in the game. Yeah. There are so many. That we hear the same thing. Smoke weed, fuck bitches, get money. And I say awesome. this every I say this shit every episode, but the thought process is like 
with you, your music is transcendent. Like mm-hmm. you take your time. There's a thought process. There's there's even fun with it. Like the punchlines and the bars are just there's there's a level of playfulness in it. You know what I'm yeah, saying to you? Yeah. And I don't think that a lot of times a lot of people get that. Like where do you where do you grasp that kind of playfulness in in, in your spirit and still stay relevant and humble? That that's that's from dancing because you know when you dancing like you can perform for a lot of people in the crowd and just kind of let loose. Mm-hmm. But then when you battle somebody, you got to give them the demeanor like, hey, I'm about to fuck you up. Right. Real fast. Right. Yes, <laughs> but it's kind of like, yes, with music, it's like, you know, you get to give people an aspect of you. You get mm-hmm. to have fun with it. Like, okay, I could do this. I do know that this happens. But hey, we still all human. Let's, you know, let's not forget that. It's, right. it's fun at the end of the day. It's something to express yourself. Exactly. So. Exactly. And I think that um I I absolutely am happy with the show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To you, I'm absolutely happy with the show. I hope that it becomes a plateau and a platform for every well, a platform, not a plateau, but a platform for everybody to say, Hey, yo, this is the show I started on when you know what I'm saying? When yeah, I got my start. Yeah, most definitely. To, to to say that and um so I really, really appreciate you definitely for um for coming out. Um but Let's see. We the ladies got to know you. <laughs> the MCs got to know you. Is there anything else that you want to tell people about about Danny Lugo so they can get a piece of what that is? Uh, just you know, listen, listen to the words. You know what I mean. Everything I I say, I want you to hear it in a way that it comes to your mind every time you see me like oh yeah he, he says it like this yeah, slick yeah. Motherfucker. yeah he, I know he's about to say smooth operator but you know like I just try to stay humble and stay focused and if I can help you know I try to help everybody that I can yeah. and try to be like a blessing to everybody I meet because I just feel like you know we don't know our full purpose here in, in the world so it's kind of like every time you meet somebody you never know it's the last time you see them or you know so on and so forth so you know be a blessing, be be a, a, a teaching or a memory for somebody to latch on to, you know, because it's hard out here. Exactly. What's um so out of all of that, what uh, we did talk about what inspires you, but if you since we're gonna do the show mm. Sunday, yeah, give me your top five and you can get a six man dead or alive. Uh, you talking about top five dead or alive with an honorable mention mm-hmm. uh, artist. Mm-hmm. Uh shit. Okay. Um I, give me uh Wayne, give me uh give me Kendrick, mm-hmm. give me um Lupe Fiasco. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Give me um Drake. I'll okay. throw Drake on there. Yeah, agreed. I'll um, take that too. Give me Cole. Okay. Agreed. And if you had a six man, who's your six man? My six man That's only four. No, that's, no, that's five. five. That's, that's five. five. My, my sixth man would have to be Eminem. Give me Eminem. I would Six. definitely take that. Six. Give me Eminem. Very, 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 very yeah. classic. Yeah. So, um, out of your six, mm-hmm. why did you choose them? Uh, they're personable. I can um relate to almost every song in some way, shape, or form, whether it be through dancing or life experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they all play on words and tell stories, so like that definitely gets me in my mind. Like, 
Besides me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's not that's not that's not uh that's not actually a, a joke though. Like like oh, like working with working with y'all kind of like helped me develop into to an artist. It kind of like helped me see like okay, you know, this is what I can do. This is what you know. Um, I want to do things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like this was really really big. Like I was talking to I was talking to my engineer um about it because. We're kind of doing the same thing with artist development with a few artists. And, mm-hmm. like, when we first started that group, I was the only one that had actually, like, recorded a song. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I say, like, we literally learned everything from scratch. So right. I was the only one that came into this, like, all right, I already got two projects under my belt. Yeah. I, you know, I've already I performed. I've done, you know. So, so like, y'all definitely helped with, like, me developing as an artist. And in a way, to be honest, um, like... You know, just the, the music and the you know the competitiveness, the camaraderie. Even you know coming back now, like getting feedback. You know, I'll I'll play stuff for you. I'll play stuff for KK. Right. Um. You know, just get y'all opinion on it. You know, because I do value y'all opinion. So definitely y'all. Oh, um, like I didn't. I was not expecting. That. <laughs> I was I was joking, but I really actually appreciate that. That's so cool. Like yeah, def definitely y'all. Um. Obviously Pharrell. Of course. Um. Yeah. Don't it make fucking, it feel good? Fucking, fucking Pharrell. Um. Pusher, <laughs> yo, no, no. the clips. I was oh, just my listening goodness. to something with him from off of the Diddy shit with Pusher, and I was like, yo, he was talking about it. And he was like, yeah. hey, yo, this Pusher T. I was like, look, yo, at the end of the day, Pusher T is one nigga who's so solidified in me that I don't give a fuck he's, what he he's, put out. He's, he's on one of my top fives. I'm gonna just leave it at that. We'll, we'll get there. We'll, 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 we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But um, but yeah, I would say I would say Pharrell. I would say Pusher. Um. Asher Roth, Asher Roth, Asher Roth actually, wow. actually, Asher Roth. There was so so. I'm a little bit different. Before. I'm a little bit different in terms of my influences than than most, other most. than most because because okay. So most people they'll be like, oh, when when, when you ask them like who are their influences, they'll be, oh, obviously Jay Nas M, you know, which which obviously you know they they influence me. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we're talking about legends. We're talking about the ghosts. That's like that's like saying you know you've never watched Michael Jordan play and you're you're an NBA player. Right. But at the same time, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. those weren't the people that solidified like me as an artist. Uh-huh. You know, like that made me my. Uh, I'm sure. Thank you. <laughs> made me my my own you know artist and kind of like you know made me delve into I guess delve into myself so to speak. So so um. Like they they were they were newer artists. People like like Asheroth, mm-hmm. um, J. Cole was was really, really big. Um even to a certain extent, like like hearing like Mac Miller. Mm-hmm. Um I love yes, the we, fact we, that we we're just making drinks. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Okay. No 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 I love this. I just love the fact that we're just like making drinks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love this, I love this. Yeah, um, so wrong, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. real rap, raw. I'm listening to you, though. <laughs> All day. But um yeah, like the you know, even to a certain extent, like Mac Miller and um Yes, back in like, those fucking Yeah, and even like his newest days, like, like I, I get excited off of artist development. I get excited when I see artists that like Especially when we I grew to up back. listening to like, remember high school niggas Yeah, get better. The, yeah. The kids. Niggas was bumping the, 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 and, the young, yes, the young yep, Mac and then yep, we hear him and now. And we hear him now and it's just like, oh shit, like wow. I need to get better so 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 to say this um you have also gotten me to a good point where i am now a cole fan (laughs) you know it's wild no because remember that conversation remember the conversation that james used to have 
Jane, Jane, okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. I'm a, I'm a. No, I'm happy that you did that. I'm a, you know, I, I'm, I'm a play it later. Just, okay, I, I, I got, I got a voicemail from James about J. Cole. I would never thought I would get, and we're talking about James. You're talking about the guy that usually started those debates. Right. Started those arguments. Every single time. Yeah. It was like, it was like he didn't like X, Y, Z. He didn't like this. He thought he was corny. He thought he was boring. And it was like, I mean, he had valid points. I think he had very, very valid points. And, you know, I think J. Cole is one of the people that he's not for everybody. He's not for everybody. I think he had the the complex issue when KK did his photo shoot and I was reading it of Nicki Minaj. That was the first time. But I was like, James, did you talk shit about Nicki? Yeah, yeah, James. Yeah, James. James 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 is is an interesting character. Um, But yeah, I got got a voicemail of him. He called me. um, It was like over, over Christmas break. He Mm -hmm. calls me like, yo, J. Cole's new album. Why nobody listen to this? Why don't why don't nobody know about this? And I'm like, yo, you're literally like the last person on earth that found like no, like yeah. you you're yeah. you're you know, everybody else is on the train, on the bandwagon already. Yeah. The you Too know late. like yeah, like just you know, hurry up because we're ready to go. Like catch I, up, nigga. I, 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 I told Nuffy that I didn't get into coal until wet dreams. Because mm-hmm. remember what I told you. I told you like I can't get into it until he gives me something that's going to make me be like coal, I fuck with you. And wet dreams for me was every nigga story. Mm-hmm. I think I think it was a relatability thing, and right. I and I think and I, and that was what that's that was exactly what he said. And, that was mm-hmm. and that's that that was a big thing for me when it came to like the artists that I was influenced by because because like in no way shape or form am I a street nigga. Yeah. I'm not a street nigga, yeah. and and you know I'm not like the party goer. You know, so so and you know usually you know I'm I'm, a, know, I'm an artist yeah. like I'm I'm in the house I'm I'm a hermit. I'm, I'm a hermit, and I watch. Me, I'm an artist, and I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm an artist. You know, I'm a hermit. I stay in the house. I play video games. I watch make Pokemon music, and shit. And I, make, music, I make music. Anime. Right. So, life. so to hear artists finally around like '09, '08, you know, certain people in '07 that I could actually relate to, it was like, oh shit, yeah. like, like that were also part this, of the freshman class. And, and yeah, and that, that freshman, like, that freshman class, like, those first two, maybe three freshman class, like, changed, like, my life. Because mm-hmm. it was, like, it was one of those things where it was just, like, all right, like, like, it became, uh, okay, well, you know, I'm just writing every now and then. I might, like, rap for my friends. Like, this was around, this was a little bit before, like, me and Kev got really, really close, but mm-hmm. but once we got like close, like you know, a couple years after that, we literally just be in class, like like we had last period, so we so we we be in class in like the corner, just like like just swapping bars and stuff, like that we had wrote the night before, and then we come to his apartment and we record him with with another guy that we went to uh, high school with, right. um, who's who's you know who's, who's doing that his is thing also now. Why I can't get can't wait to get Kev on the show. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping doing with in the next few weeks just based on the fact that I think that'll bring that whole story full circle. Yeah, mm-hmm. That video he just did, dude, that's just fucking dope. Tell. Yeah, he's doing tell. his thing. Because you have to understand it and you have I'm to get proud. to the <laughs> Like, when I was, when I was, um, when I was introduced to, to Kevin, KK was still coming here at the time and I was like, I'm over hip hop, I'm done. This, that bullshit. I don't want to do this shit. These niggas ain't talking about shit. 05 to 2010. I, and that shit'll do it to you. <laughs> you just twenty twelve because once we still had the rest of that yep, one, so, that is true. And, so, and it was like, yeah, I'm not fucking with this shit. This some bullshit. I'm over it. I'm done. This, that, and the third. So my man's, and I'm not going to tell the whole story. I'm gonna let Kevin tell that story. But my man sees what he sees on my balcony or through my balcony, I should say, and that led to the. 
literally, 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 that's the way it looked. But that <laughs> led to the rest of it being kind of history. So shout out to, to Kevin Cannon on that note. So anyway, um, let's go into, because the rest of the questions are pretty much the same. Let's go into the top five. I know y'all been waiting there. If y'all have been listening to this, you've been listening to this for about a whole yeah, hour. Yeah, I'm going to lie. This, this top five, I'm going to lie with this show. Okay, okay, okay. That's it. Niggas that's you. I got to hear me. I wish niggas I got, Okay, I'm going to just... Are you going to unblock one of your, <laughs> your apps for that? So. I'm going to... Uh, I've been waiting for this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we, no, yo, nigga, we, when he brought... We had see, these debates. Funny, right? He told me. He came... We have had these debates We had times. these debates. And I, and I think that's one of the things... Like, as an artist, like, you really have to, like... You have to study the culture or whatever it is. Like, like, and that's that's one of the things that kind of like bothers me about like certain like artists, um, in in hip hop, is it's not necessarily always about um about like oh you know keeping like not innovating or anything like that in terms of like you know not not necessarily paying homage but doing your your research and stuff like that but like you can't name another art form where people it's not expected of them to know their history like if i was a photographer and i didn't know the top five photographers if i didn't know how a camera works you know Mm -hmm. like even if we're shooting digital if i if i didn't know how a film camera at the very least works I wouldn't have a job if if I didn't know who no point and click. yeah if, if if I didn't know who who Monet was if I if I couldn't you know explain to you what expressionism you know now granted like you know now you know I'm I'm naming all this stuff because I, I do you know dab I paint I you know course, course, so so course, you know but but if I didn't know you know you know what expressionism was and the difference between like surrealism you know abstract you know art as a painter, people wouldn't respect me. For so sure. I don't, I don't For understand sure. how, like, there are people, and it's not always mumble rappers. There's a lot of, like, other rappers who not necessarily, sometimes they're not even, it's not even necessarily that they don't know the culture, but they didn't participate in the culture until they started asking for a check. Yeah. So, so, and it's just like, yeah. I don't understand, Rich. I don't understand, like, like this Go is ahead, the only know, genre, know, the only art form where that shit is okay. And that's, that's the only thing like like I'm I'm okay with mumble rap. I'm okay with the ghost writing. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. That's the only thing. Like, study, do your history. Do you? You might not like Pac and Biggie. You might not like do Jay. You might Google. listen to at least listen <laughs> to at Google. least three songs. Listen to three songs, and yeah, do do your do your Google, like Google them. Like find out where they're where they're from. You know what? You know what? Because look, all you have to do is be like, okay, Google. And that's it. And then she and she talks to you. Yeah. That's it. Or or hey Siri for 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 the Apple users don't, out there. That's okay. Don't, 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 <laughs> don't trust that bitch. Don't trust that bitch. <laughs> no, I'm 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 not gonna lie. I I think Siri has tried to kill me a few times in yeah, my sleep. Don't trust Siri. But um. No, I believe the Siri ass becoming for y'all because how in the fuck does she just randomly pop on randomly? Yo, you know it's wild. Yo, okay, okay, <laughs> all right, all right. Before we get into this list, let me let me tell this story, right? So, so me and my engineer, we be talking about some wild shit, like some wild shit. Like, like how we used to talk about the Illuminati back in the day? Like, yeah, but like, like, like Illuminati shit, but then on some like, like current politics, wild shit. Mm-hmm. Like what if oh, scenarios right, and stuff. Right, right. Mm-hmm. When I tell you every time we've had one of these conversations, both of our phones at some point during the conversation has boop, boop. 
I'm sorry. I don't understand what you're saying. Could you repeat it? Yeah. I'm like, yo, Siri, I know you're listening, but could you make it a little less? Okay, okay. I was talking. I was talking to Brad. Shout out to B Brad. Um, I was talking to Brad today. We were just going. Brad needs to make me some pasta, by the way. Yo, Brad is Brad is, is Chef Booyah Bradley. Bradley Two Pots. He changed Bradley the name. Two, new, Bradley new Chef Bradley Two Pots. Oh my god. Oh, he you know, because we on another, you know, another level for, for twenty niggas, for twenty seventeen. Um, but I was I was talking to him today and and somehow alcohol got into the conversation. Mm-hmm. Just just witty badges, just going back and forth, you know, just going back and forth with the homie. Right. He screenshots and sends me a picture of him, he was on. He was scrolling through Instagram, and this was this was literally like ninety seconds after we had like finished our conversation talking right. about alcohol. Right. Where he was getting he was getting ads for like alcohol rehab centers and shit. What? And it's just like, like we know. Is yeah, we know y'all are listening. We yeah. know y'all are watching. But could y'all make it a little less <laughs> obvious? Funny. Like, like, yeah. Could you? Just funny what happens with these fucking Samsung phones. What I noticed, I'll be like, for example. Earlier today, when I got back from Laurel and shit. Matter of fact, while I was in D.C., don't really know too much about D.C. parts for it, you feel me? But we out there, I get a notification in my phone that says, um, would you like to, t- would you like to send information and photo of, um, park, um, bar and lounge? The club I was at last night. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, because th- that's a new thing from Google and for Facebook. It's, um, it's like, all right, if you have your navigation system on or you have your, any, any type of your your location GPS, your services, location on, it automatically says, because you were at this location, do you want to give descriptions of it? How was your so service? So what if I ask your question? It's a new service thing It's a new service thing for, like, everybody. There are times I haven't been at a place. But, you, but I did a fucking notification, like, do you want to take a picture or photo of this place? Yeah. You Once again, been, like you, you said, might have been talking about I know it. you're watching me. Mm-hmm. You might have been talking about it. It might it might have came up in the conversation. It was it's just it's it's a lot of stuff. Um, but but yeah. but yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but, but yeah, like like it's, 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 it out. <laughs> it's you know going back to like study study do your research debate like barbershop debates are healthy. Um, and hilarious and hilarious extremely hilarious. <laughs> we should all know that. And and it's yeah. just. Like it's just one of those things. Like I was saying, like like this is the only genre. Yeah, oh but we were doing musically. But when I listened to that playlist from 2012, oh my you God. talking about Mercy, Click, Click, uh, uh, Frank Ocean. What was that? Thinking about you. Oh, um, and the Nova Kane. Nova Kane. I mean, 2012. Oh that was a bomb year. That was a year fucking. Music. That was yeah. I ain't gonna lie. That's true. Year I agree. Exactly. Like crazy. So when you go back and you listen to these different decades of, I mean, these years. I'm sorry of mm-hmm. music. It's just crazy, but. Yeah, these phones make us be able to listen to everything. Every we got access to everything. Yo, imagine me sitting here watching him play Call of Duty, and I can't hear what's in his earphones. Right. I'm just, I'm just watching his screen. Oh. You'll see some shit like, you'll see some shit like, you'll see some shit like fucking, like fucking fresher, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. Uber pull up, right? right. And yeah. then afterwards, you'll see like Monica. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, so no, no, no. Okay, yeah. I feel you judging. Me. And like, judging no, me. I'm not judging him. But that's cr- but, but his music but his music selection is reckless. Yeah, it's reckless. It is like, crazy. I'll see yo, yeah. I will literally be sitting here watching him shoot niggas up on Call of Duty and I'm like, niggas, this is what you shoot niggas to right no, now. It's funny as shit. It's funny as shit that you say that because the other day when we were on Call of Duty, oh, motherfucking Shaw Day came on his shit. Hey, yeah. My love is so it's so different. It's they, so they versatile. Be cracking, they be cracking on me at work because they be like, yo, you got the most versatile playlist at work. Kill them softly. Because I will literally, like, my playlist ahead, like, you know, the first thing would be like, I have a 
playlist called skate music that I skateboard to. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like it's just nonstop. Nonstop. It's like it's probably about a hundred. Now it's like 174 songs on there, so right. But it'll go from like Biggie, give me the loot. We'll be at work, and it's like, Ooh, like yeah, 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 yeah. right. And then the very next, that'll go up. Then the very next, I'm like, I can move mountains. I can work a miracle. Like, <laughs> you know like, and then they'll just be like, What is this? Like, and I just like y'all chill, y'all chill. That's like, so, yo. I like what I like. Yo. I feel her though, yo. I feel her though, yo. I feel her though. I feel her, yo. No, because remember we went to we, we me and you was in the car when we was with, with my with, yeah, with our sister. Yes, shit. Oh we went to car. motherfucking pink. Yes, and we was in it. We were in yes. the fun house. We yes, were in, was in that the fun CD. House that That's moment. how crazy. Yeah. It yeah. was and how many songs we knew yep. off of that album. Yep. Oh really? So, oh yeah. 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 Talking. You know me. You talked about yeah. that yeah. the last time. Like, Nigga, I be skating and you hear fucking give me the loot. Yeah. Or fucking who shot you, and then yeah. it switched to fucking Dr. Dre. All you hear is Biatch. The worst when who shot you, and then all of a sudden it'd be like 10,000 butterflies come away. Like, I swear to God. <laughs> 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 I mean, this bitch, like, did I really put this on this playlist? This right. nigga's reckless. Because you just know what you like. You know, you know what, what you like. You are here all in one collective. Right. So, yeah. All right. So, now uh, we know that you are the queen of, of writing. Me and you have written, have gone back and forth. You will make some shit up in the instant. Because <laughs> just like I always talk about this story about going in. Yes. <laughs> you were not prepared. I was not prepared. But I was overly prepared. I had somebody there to be a feature on my song, and I didn't have my verse written. I thought I did. <laughs> but I, that, was the, that night, I said, look, I, I think I had like either just lost my job, was in transition, whatever, and I was like, I'm going to write it. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write this verse. I go over the verse. I pull the verse. I do the same shit that Danny does. I do blind by line. Get it. I'm going to make sure because I'm not going to waste nobody's time while I'm in the mm-hmm. studio. I did all of that. And I said, fuck this. It's still 4 o'clock in the morning. I got two hours, two, three hours because it's like an 8 o'clock call. Yeah, it was like, like goddamn break. It was early. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas literally took two breaks. <laughs> like, two breaks. Swear to God. Um, and eventually we will get to the topic. <laughs> <laughs> This shit got me mad. Niggas like, keep niggas start on the topic and switch off the topic. Yo, and get this thing be running through my mind, so it, this might be another notoriously random situation. Uh, you know, like, we, yo, we, we we does this how we does this. Crazy. So it's just like you know, either way. But you know, I'm, I'm thanking thanking y'all for continuously listening. Um, so game changes like motherfuckers it changed the game. Hold up, before we talk about game it changes, nigga. Yeah. We got my motherfucking mains in the building for sure. sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I, was this, 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 I would say friend to the show, but more so family than anything yeah. else at this point. Yeah, my man, the the OG Pop Tart. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. Pop Tart. Twenty five oh, seconds in the microwave, mm-hmm. maybe twenty, if mm-hmm. depending on the flavor. Okay. Wow. You can't put a Pop Tart. <laughs> you can't put Pop Tart. You gotta put them. You gotta put them in the oven. I mean, no, in the, no in nigga, no nigga. You, you was you was a latchkey child. We don't do that. He's <laughs> a quarter water child, right? Yeah, Needle sandwiches, nigga. <laughs> My man DJ Evil Empire is in the building. Sup, sup. Yeah, I mean, so, all right, so we got some some people that have really influenced the game. We talk- it's a good question. I thought oh about this one. I really gosh. did. I did. Um, How does music affect your fashion? It does. Well, it does. It, de- it, it definitely really does. I agree. Because just like when we were talking in the car and I was saying about the show, how like when they messed up my music, how they played like the wrong song. What did they my play? Segment. They played Michael Jackson, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. Like Michael Jackson is awesome. Rest in peace to Michael Jackson. Yeah, I love it, man. But I had like Elizondo. Yeah, some whole shit era. on it. Like because it was for an autistic show, like it mm-hmm. was specific. But like to me, a lot of times like 
depending on the song like that could create like a whole line because at the time like a lot of times for me music i take that from like something that i'm going through right. so like that perfect song could just like wrap up t- entirely a, a whole collection mm-hmm. from just like easily yeah it's just it's so easy for me to get wrapped up into music like and i love all types of music so it just it's a big inspiration it's a big help like right uh. <laughs> and Gabe, what about you? I mean, yeah, I mean, music is a big part of what I'm doing on both ends, like, as far as, like, the creation side, like, being inspired, and also, like, you know, as far as, like, exposure, like, I, I think of musicians and people in the music industry as people that have the most uh, influence, and so when you want somebody to wear something or you want, you know, to, to break through, those are the first people, like, that have the, the biggest, like, amount of people watching them. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like they're on both in both ways. Like they're the ones that you kind of gravitate towards, you know, when you're doing design in a certain way, especially streetwear. Yeah. So you know, definitely. I've had like I've hit up I would say close to maybe a hundred people that like you know in the industry that I feel like are you know, that I like or that I, I was vibing with, and I had people like uh, Little B and and all these people reach back and give me address and like, you know send me some shit like you know people. Um, at kind of being receptive, but again, you know, it's there's it's, no guarantees, but it's a process that I really want to kind of be on the same wavelength with the that people that I like in this industry. And let me tell you, Gabe, Gabe has a really good hustle. And, and when I tell you that you have a really good hustle, I mean that in the most level of, of, of a compliment. And the reason why I say that is because he literally reached me, and I found Gabe found me through right. IG, right? Right, like that's how he found us, and he literally. We've been going back and forth, like, how are we going to make this work? How are we going to make the show work? He asked to be on the show. I was like, definitely. Hell and then everything kind of comes in into fruition. So shout out to you because your your hustle is already inspiring my hustle. Right. Like, I was like, oh, shit, and we can actually talk to exactly what That's exactly what um, um, I talked with the guy from New York the other day on his podcast, the I Hate Average podcast. And um, he said the exact same thing, those are the exact same words. So, I mean, I really... <laughs> I really appreciate it just because, you know, um, it's it's something that I really didn't have when I started out. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's something that you know, a lot of people say, oh, you either got it or you don't. But I think a certain level of, like, desperation can change somebody in the middle of their, you know, their lives. Right. Like, something can happen or, you know, you can just kind of flip a switch. And I think that's kind and of just happening. And be on it. So, Winnie, take us through your creative process of when you're creating how how does that work? Because we we've had MCs I, that have been on the show, and they're they're like, "Yo, this is how I do it. This is how I get down." I start with I have a a wall. I have a complete naked wall in my room, mm-hmm. and I like flip through magazines and like my sketchbook and any and everything that I find inspirational. It goes on my inspiration wall, my mm-hmm. mood wall, and I take bits and pieces from that and I start sketching. Right. And then once the sketches go in, then I figure out how I'm going to make the pattern cuz I do pattern making too. Right, right, so, right. So <laughs> make the pattern for the piece and then you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. keep going. You make the pattern for the piece and then you start uh kind of playing around with different fabrics and which one you want to use and which one might work and things like that and just kind of go from there and then I'll 
play around with fabrics until whichever one jumps out at me. <laughs> right, right. And then I'll get to working on the piece. I want to learn how to sew so bad. Yeah. yeah. I feel like if I learn how to make my own clothes, I'm never going shopping. Right. Like I'm just going to buy, I'm I'm buy, to I'm buy data, I'm going to buy materials, buy cloth. I'm really just going to make my own. Yeah. Everything that I, whatever, if I feel like, yo, okay, summertime coming up, I'm about to make me some fucking summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how a lot of my pieces came about because it would be like, I, we were going out somewhere. You're like, I and I'm something. like, I don't have anything to wear. I don't feel like going out I'm to make buy nothing. <laughs> Here, I'm about to make something. I'm about to sew some. Wait a minute, you um also you did your wedding dress too, didn't you? I did. You did your wedding dress, and your and, <laughs> That's your, right. and, and your thing was like a purple lavender was, thing. Yeah, it was like um purple. Our favorite colors. Mine is purple, and hers is blue. So mm-hmm. I did like a combination of a purple and blue and silver. That's mm-hmm. tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I've loved those pictures. Yeah. I still go back to those pictures every now and again. Yeah. Um, so look, we all have to hustle and struggle. Gabe, what is the strangest job that you've ever had before you got to this point? And it'll be the same question for you because I know it's great. I'm probably doing it right now. Like, um, I got, I got a nine, to, I got, I got a nine to five, but I also work uh, at Safeway like nights, from, like seven to twelve. I hear that. And so I, mean, I um, that job, man. The kind of people I meet every day. I meet some dope people, like people my age that mm-hmm. are uh, at school, like you know, doing the thing, and they, you know they. They give me a shout out and they always you know, talk about the game, clue me in. So, I mean, I, I like that. But also, you get people that come in that are just so much older from a different time that are like, you know, just, you know, I can't really relate with them and, you know, keep be treating all kinds of ways, seeing all kinds of things. And, you know, I think that it, uh, it's cool just because you don't know what to expect every day you go to work. Like, you're right. Standing, you're standing there, you know, scanning whatever item and, you know, you kind of, you get somebody you probably never see again but never thought you'd be true saying some true anything that you've done or any other jobs that you've had before where you're just like why am i here uh, hmm. oh yeah i had one there's one joint i did um it was like literally i was there for like 10 minutes it's one of those uh, call center joints right. it was one of those call center joints and like i, I hate said them. i hate them. I sat down and I was there for like 10 minutes just out of my mind just like not being able to handle all the calls and people just upset as fuck with me I was just like nah, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here yeah. I'll do something these niggas right they rehearse yeah. yeah yeah you're rehearsed that ain't no that's literally what they do I'm supposed to be able to see you see who boom Boom, like, I'm well, saying. These days, they research you. That's how, yeah, that's how all that smack out, shit. That's all how you figure out. All that URL you shit. Yeah. yeah, all that URL shit. You can, you can hear it in them. You can listen They'll to it. They'll go back and watch a few of your battles and, and recite they, 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 they watch your battles. They, they learn your personal life. They learn about you. They, them niggas are going to extend to go through your Facebook and all that shit. Like, mm-hmm. go through your Facebook, go through your Instagram. They, they find you, they, and then they write this like, shit. That's, that's what I'm expecting. You're right. Like, but... But then you got only few niggas who are straight go, sh- nigga, I show yeah, up here, like, and I'm going right off of what the fuck I'm looking at. Like, a nigga was like, yo, you know he's a dun-dun. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm not doing all research. Hey, you know what it is. They gave him the drop room. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, like, I, dun, dun, baby. I just, I, yeah. <laughs> I gave him some stupid-ass shit. Uh, what the fuck? I kept on watching that shit, because I was like, I lost. So I just kept watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> I said some shit like, uh, my places be exotic. I be with millionaires and mixed ladies. Bro, you from Dundalk, dog. 
the home of pill heads and mixed babies. <laughs> and like, motherfuckers are like, yo, that's a low blow, dog. Well, I'm like, is it true? true? Do I lie? I, I told you the truth. So Why is that so funny? Because it's exactly, it is exactly what it is. Like, y'all right next to the sewer, so you always smell like shit. Like, let's like, say what you want, but you'll never be on this dick. Like, you know, like just easy shit. It's nah, easy shit. I, I, that's I, funny as shit. And, and, and they look at me like, yo, that was cold. I'm saying, <laughs> what do you mean? What do you want to expect, them, bro? Like, <laughs> what else you got for us, big man on that dick list over there? <laughs> <laughs> But um, you know what? All in all, though, even though with the whole Eminem situation, like I, I feel that he's always had that aggression. He's always had that level of being, yo, I am the underdog. I will continuously be the underdog. And in order for me to prove it in this arena that I'll never really fully be adapted to, I gotta go hard. But I also have to respect what the culture is and say, you know what? Let me say the exact things that they thinking mm-hmm. because. You're not going to hear it any other way. And it, it only melded because of his skin color. It yeah. only stuck because of his skin color. Because we've all said fuck That's Trump. We have not called this nigga a Cheeto. We said no Those Cheetos are delicious. I'm, well, I'm sorry, yo. I ain't going to lie, yo. This nigga did have a couple mean-ass punchlines that at first when I heard it, it did go over my head. When I listened to it again, I was like, yo. Yo, that's what that means. Did the fucking thing reference he did? Mm-hmm. You said slander's the only thing you're fantastic for. Right. <laughs> no, actually, because I got that one the first time. I was like, you're rocky and you're orange. Yeah. I was like, wait, yeah. you motherfucker. Yeah, no, I got that one the first time. You like, slick oh, bastard, Joe. Like, clever. Yeah. Very clever. Yeah. But it, 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 it's just, it's one of those, it's, it, it's such an intricate time in history and hip-hop in general. Yeah. And, you know, there are a lot of people that are speaking the truth. And then sometimes we just need a break from the truth. Period. Sometimes we just need a break from the truth. And hip-hop embodies all of that. It should say, yo, I'm going to spit my truth, give you all of the raw and all of the essence of what it is. And then also kind of back away from it every now and again and say, you know what? Shake your ass. <laughs> like, just do what you want to do. And there's always room for fun. You, know? like, you can't fun. just be stuck up your whole career. Like, Speaking of careers, also getting back into the award show, they honored Uncle Luke. Yeah, I heard. Nigga, do you know I didn't realize the magnitude? I realized all that he did, but didn't realize the magnitude of what he did. Yeah, like, down to the point where he really fought for the freedom of free speech that to this day, if that never went through and he lost that trial, we wouldn't be in these rooms being able to say what we wanted to fucking say. Dang. That's how deep. Shout out to Uncle Luke. Like, his lawyer was a white Jewish lawyer and said, look, if you win this case, You'll be forever immortalized. If you lose this case, you will still, she will still be forever yeah, immortalized yeah. because you went up against the Supreme Court in this way. All just to say me so horny. But that nigga is that. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Real sad. But was that dope? Was that dope? And really, literally pushed the envelope for all of us to be able to say what we want to say. Right. Nigga, that performance was so live. The motherfucker said, if it's your birthday, make some noise. <laughs> Motherfucking Trina then came out. Trick Daddy came out. Like, yeah. they had, they brought Cardi B back on the stage. That bitch was twerking on the stage. I was like, yo, it was one of the most livest performances that you've ever seen. Was Nicki Minaj in that performance? Nicki was not at the awards. Anyway. Oh. At all. I just thought I had it. Right? Which 
also leads me. <laughs> I think I think she's just regrouping. I think she's just regrouping. Probably collecting herself, yo. Like like it's one of the times where everyone, everybody, even us, we ain't fucking famous, but even us as human as a human being, you have that time period where you might be literally grinding, 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 and then it's just that one time where you just gotta sit yeah. there and fucking think. Reevaluate everything, all your moves, everything, like all your steps. If y'all, if y'all notice, like uh, throughout Jay Z's career, when people came and attacked him, it's been always a reset. It'd be it'd be him quiet for a moment. Mm-hmm. He'll reference them sublimely, mm-hmm. yep. and, and then he'll move on. on. Yeah, and go about his business. Mm-hmm. That's all she's doing. True, true. She is taking a blueprint moment, but. I think that we're gonna need a like a, a dear old Nick. And she's still getting played. She's still she getting played from um, Yo Gotti. Pretty much. But she knows her lanes to do it then, because she has to do it with like, even though Gucci kind of exposed her a little bit in his book recently, kind of been like, yo, yeah, she's yeah, a, I heard Gucci actually got her ass. Yeah, she's kind of a she's <laughs> kind of a, a, a hip hop rocker, kind of almost like Drake is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this. I love Aaliyah. I love. NWA, nigga, nobody cares about you. You light skin, sit your ass down. But <laughs> it's fucked up. But the oh, reality shit. is, she's she's. I heard she was a dick rider. Like, yo, Fendi never, big Fendi never got the money that he was promised. Oh yeah, he got her ass. On yo, the show. he got many her times. Ass. Like, like we've seen the Breakfast Club interview. Yeah, that nigga was not he's talking about with him, yo. Safari's talking about how she, he ain't getting the money that he deserved and every and um. Everyday struggle kind of touched on it and was yeah. like, well, how are you not getting it? How are you not getting it? He's like, yo, I'm in litigation. I can't really tell you how I'm not getting it. But you're not getting paid for the songs that he's already done prior to. Yeah. For songs that he's already written. Going behind his back, doing fucking, yeah. like. So hey. is that her or is that her management? That's her. It's her. A lot of that is her. And I'm going to tell you why it's her. It's her for the simple fact that if you watch her moves, she's very calculated. Number one, she is Sagittarius. Shout out to the Sagittarius, I get it, but she's very calculated on how she do. Mm-hmm. And the second that something doesn't fit her agenda, she moves on. She's smart. She knows what she's doing. And she knows what she's doing. And I get it. And, I, and I'm, I'm watching you, bitch. I, I get she, you. I think she had to talk to Hoes. I, I believe so. Hoes are similar to Hoes. Right. They are. But, they're, right. but, they're, but here's the thing. Are they similar to Hoes or are they pre-calculated and premeditated? Here's why. The move with what she took from Kim, she wore the colorful wigs, she did it, and when she realized it wasn't working anymore, and Beyonce and Jay were beyond that, she stopped doing that. And now it was more, yeah, her look was more mellowed and so that down. whole, that whole all Barbie phase, yeah. dead. Right, no, don't put it twisted, she still bring the Barbie chain back, no, but now it's that's the chain. Crazy. That's the chain. Right. I'm talking about the Barbie phase. Yeah. The whole, the colored wigs, the... Unorthodox Lady Gaga shit. All the, no, sure. no, no, that's just gone. Right, that's exactly. The I most think, you will see is the chick. I think it is like, calculated. That's I think she's very. That's because she was trying to cross over to pop. Yeah. You can't do that shit in pop. Nah. <laughs> what that. the fuck is this shit? Yeah. Yeah. I can't get jiggy with these shit. You big motherfucker. You big motherfucker. No, but yeah, so, but, and, and I think that she, I think she's smart. I don't get it twisted. I think she's smart. I think that her and Cardi and Remy, very I think smart. that they're, they're all using, utilizing what it is. I think they're smart. You gotta remember yeah, that. I think she's all so letting, yeah. I think she's letting, for me, I think she's letting the, the Cardi B wave fuck go, her over. Go, no, not fuck her over. She's just letting the wave go through. Go through. Yeah. Same way with Jay Z. Jay Z said, with the he kept telling, no, what he kept telling uh, Rockefeller, he was like, Yo, y'all better hurry up and release these projects because 50 is coming. Right. 
and he's coming hard. Yeah, and he did. And he did. So that, he was <laughs> like, when 50 came through, y'all just got to ride this tidal wave out. Like, wait till you go, go through. Yep, yep. And then we'll go through. And I think that's what she's doing. And that took forever because that's never happened. I, I think that's what, she, <laughs> I think that's what she, she's doing. Because now, now the biggest thing for Cardi B is she has to deliver a hit as big as Bodak Yellow. Bodak Yellow. Exactly. Um, I think with Cardi B. And it's not an album. Like most people who have albums that they yeah, have to top. This is a single. But you also have to think with Nicki's rise though. Remember, Nicki did hella fucking singles, hella fucking collaborations before she ever had a goddamn album. Right, right. I'm, a, I'm a strategic person. <laughs> so my strategic, yeah, well, you know, he took a big part in that. My, my, <laughs> my strategic way would be let her go for right now. Let mm-hmm. her go. Let her do her thing. It's going to pass, mm-hmm. and then we'll bam, we'll we'll, we'll fuck them up. Right. It's one of the things for Glenn If I was on her team, team, that's what I would say. And I'm sure that's what they're telling me. I, I think that um, because I hear a lot of a lot of new artists come through. Like a lot of new female artists that come to my studio, mm-hmm. they want this whole they want this whole fantasy that they're gonna have this promising career as a female. Mm-hmm. And I tell them, I said, you know, it's no different from the males in this business. Right. You got to look at the season. I said, it's not about that's how hot your music that. is. It's the season. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't worry about what's hot right now because I can tell when somebody's going to phase out. Mm-hmm. Like, if you come with one hit, the time it takes for you to follow that up, Let's me know what your longevity of this game is going to be. Right. And you know, and if the second ain't harder than the first, mm-hmm. right, you you falling. Like there's right. no there's no reason. And I don't give a fuck if you local or you major. Right. The trends are the same. Mm-hmm. You'll have that one hit, and your steam going pass. Everybody mm-hmm. that you hear on radio right now, they talking big about. Yeah. Give it six months. It'll be different. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody worrying about it. And everybody always has to have that, this, this six-month yeah. kind of phase. Like, if you don't get yeah. through that phase and say, okay, what's that next single? That's a good Where point. am I going with it? If you don't get through that phase... That's a good point. Huh? Yeah. What's the point of what's the point of piggybacking a style when it's subject to change? It, yeah. Not even subject, but it's imminent that it's going, going to, to change. change. This right. is music. It has to evolve. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. going to change. Yeah, music yeah. never actually just stayed one way forever. Right. Like it's a wave. A wave is a wave because it's temporary, right? Mm-hmm. Like right. you can't just stand on that bitch forever. Right. So a lot of people they they look at shit wrong. Like let's let's think. Remy Ma, she was hot, relevant, because she was on TV, got mm-hmm. out of jail, cool, mm-hmm. posted the marriage, made it viral for everybody to see, mm-hmm. gave the wedding. public access, right. so now everybody has eyes on you, mm-hmm. cool, you dropped some projects, not really enough steam to beam you to number one, mm-hmm. but it's a good start to get mm-hmm. you some money based off the notoriety you picked up mm-hmm. from the show. Although, sidebar, I love Plato Oklahoma, yeah, right? like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get straight. I'm already. Right <laughs> but, but thanks, bro. But, but Remy, she 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 bad as shit. Like she she could spit her ass off. But just to her it's not her season. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And then you got other people. Like it's a lot of people trying to follow up behind uh, Young and Mag. Mm-hmm. 
Young and May, she was nice. Mm -hmm. The song was nice. Mm -hmm. Where is she? Be real. She actually does have a new single out too that I've recently heard on. It won't. It won't do it. Right. But I tell people well, it's like wonder. even I mean anybody that you, you you come across, a lot of people don't like talking about. I don't give a fuck if if if, if it's the hottest nigga out of Baltimore City. Right. Mm -hmm. Whoever it is, because nine two Q, they take three acts at a time yeah. and push them. So you don't have a number one, but whoever the fuck it is, they ain't getting bumped outside of the city. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, gonna ask them outside of the city. Right. And the sad part about it is, we'll create this music, and people outside of our city will take like charge and and move this fucking music around mm -hmm. and take the 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 creators credit for it. Mm -hmm. Like, do you know how many times I go to Jersey or I go to Philly. I go to yeah Philly or I go to uh, New York and I hear our type of club music and that shit. Mm -hmm. They not shout out. That's so crazy that you said that because he was showing me the hip hop artists. Missy Elliott, they shook off in her performance. Oh yeah, oh for the um for the she's a bitch. Yeah, like they in the opening, off. they and, shook off. And it was in the the beat they was doing was our shit. Yeah, I'm like yo, they and they was one of the first ones. Our shit. They capitalizing on us. Yeah, like they're taking what we have but, and really but pushing it. but Missy. She has direct access because she's in the DMV. Right. Yeah. So. You can't knock it, but you, it's you can't exactly. use it and say, you know, all right, Virginia Beach, this is what we do. Yeah, right. Exactly. No. And she doesn't. But yeah, yeah, she don't do that. Right. But I'm saying there's people out here mm -hmm. that starting their own little wave of club mixes elsewhere using our platform. Right. Yeah. You know, and that's why I tell a lot of people, like, a lot of people in the city, a lot of rappers, they say, well, I don't appeal to the club scene. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... I, I probably ain't gonna have a chance in this city. I'm like, that's probably why you will. Mm -hmm. Like this club shit, it's so it's it's minuscule. It's very minuscule. It's minuscule. That's like going to Maine and telling all these niggas about how much you like eating crabs. Mm -hmm. They don't give a fuck. It's a seafood like Mecca. Mecca. Like we and, don't care. And they're and they're they're a port city, so yeah. that makes no difference. Like we eat crabs down here, they eat crabs up yeah. there. They don't give a fuck about that. I'm Just, just in general, because I know you remember you did the one that we talked about with Big, yeah, yeah. which is my favorite. But. Yeah, yeah, Black Vital. Mm -hmm. Please drop that shit. You know, it's busy, yo. <laughs> you know, no, yo, that shit is that's not. Shit, that's yeah. not fair, yo. That shit's not. That's petty, yo. It's petty. It's petty shit. <laughs> it's petty shit. <laughs> that's fucking. We've petty. all listened to it and we're like, so you're dropping this win? No. So you've had it how long? Right. Like, eight years. The problem is this, though. The problem is this. If you do something like that, you have to have a follow-up. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. It's like a DJ. You, we, it's, it's, we talk about that. We yeah. probably get to that question or something like that. But mm. it takes... You have to have... You have to be prepared. That's the yeah. number one thing as a DJ. Yeah. If you weren't prepared, you walk on that turntable and you get behind right. and you don't know what you're doing, you fucked. Right. 
And with Big, it's such it's such it's so much history behind it, and, and you want to do it right. I mean, I had Big L in there, I had Big Pun, I got Big Jay Z, I got Nas, I got you know so many artists, Wu Tang, couple, and that and that album is like, but you have to come correct, right? For the next one, it has to be bigger. It's like watching a, a trilogy, and the first everybody talks about how oh yeah, the first one is better. Mm-hmm. That's disrespectful, right? To me, it's like as a DJ, you always want to do a night, and then the next night you're like. Nigga, I think I'm gonna play the same shit. Right, that's what y'all crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm coming on some crazy yeah. stuff, and they ain't gonna really understand. Right. And to me, it's like I'm gonna do that, but mm-hmm. with time, I'm still I'm working on it though. Part two. I, Once I finish part two, part two done. Part two. Listen, it it took me like at least like it took me to finish that album. Album. It took me about three months locked up in the house, mm-hmm. wow. not leaving the house and doing it. Right. It's a lot of weed though. Yeah. It took a lot of weed and drinks. Yeah. I was locked in the house. Yeah. It's like jail. Right. I felt like I was in jail. Mm-hmm. Lucky enough, I ain't, you know what I'm saying? I had a crib and I had to go to work, man. But it took me that much to actually put that in. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say that Death of the Mobile Rap series I was Which talking about outside. Which is and, my and favorite. And that one, that one I was telling y'all about the little skit. Yeah. Because I just like, you know, I came up with the idea because obviously I'm just tired of this mobile rap thing, and I don't yeah. even think even shit have a title. This should just be whack. I don't know why. Like then we just called it whack. We ain't giving it a title. We gave they, we giving it life, and I was like, you know what? I don't like it. And I was like, I see all this source material online. I was like, I can sample and make a skit out of this. Mm-hmm. And, put, and I was like, you know what? And, and this would be a way for me to push this 90s stuff. Yeah. Written lyrics. Research. And, and so I can have a, 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 when you listen it, it's like, okay, I can understand why he's saying that. Because mm-hmm. this, you know, they ain't, they ain't doing nothing but mumbling. But mm-hmm. the dudes he's playing, okay, I see. So every volume, it would get deeper and deeper and deeper. She would hit <laughs> hey, that shit had me dancing. Like, come on, <laughs> come on. But yeah, and that, that was it. And when I explained to you when I used the skit from uh, Minister Society, yeah, it was just, that was a perfect one. Mm-hmm. And my last one, that's crap. Yeah, the last one, that was the one I did when we, we uh, I DJed uh, the industry exposure thing that we had. Okay. And I had a lot of people that was um, just giving me their music. I said, you know what, it's going to be my time to really right. try to propel past this little. Was that with DNA? <clears throat> no, well, I think DNA was there. Yeah, yeah, he was there. Mm-hmm. He was there. And that's Street the Smart process. Though, sponsored that. Street Smart magazine. And that's the thought process, though. Like, especially with you trying to push another level of having all the different MCs. <laughs> getting you, getting you. All the different MCs together on one tape, and that was the whole idea. Do you think that was the whole idea of kind of what we try to do, what we're trying to do with right. this podcast right. is bring you know old beats beats to life and right. and really and really push that into the perspective of. Of bringing the city together in a certain kind of way, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah uh-huh. that's that's big, man. I mean, yeah, like I like I, like we you was talking about like that that, that big shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean when I when I, I I sat down that day one day and I was like, damn, I wonder if these guys could talk to each other again, Biggie and Pop. Right. And I wonder if, what what would it feel like to bring them back. Oh, what the would set? they say? What <laughs> would they say? Mm-hmm. So I started going through their albums and their tracks and everything else, mm-hmm. and then I, I, I kind of and I and I looked into their personalities, not just the drug game and hustling and and um, mentality or being a thug, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I put them in a scenario where they're actually two dudes sitting down in a room, like a club, a strip club or something. Right. But they mm-hmm. got girls in front of them dancing to each other. 
And at the same time, they're having a conversation with each other about another chick. Mm-hmm. And the girls are in the strip club, and they can look at them dancing and everything, but he's telling Pockets telling him a story about this chick that did something to him. And Biggie's like, damn, bro, she really did that to you? And then Pockets like, yeah, man, she really she tried, she, she tried to do this to me and blah, blah, blah. And Biggie's mm-hmm. like, yo, son, I don't know what you got to do, but you got to do this. Mm-hmm. So that's the vision of Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, why I said that in the beginning of did it in a day. Yeah, that school feel. Yeah. Like LaFrance Lauren. I wanted, yeah, give people. I know, I know. Thing. I was so, I was, that's why I brought it up because I was so pumped. I was like, you know me. And there's a, there's a niche that you have that I like. Like, I think that you respond to the era that you and I are in, yeah. but then you also branch out to the different era of, of today. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I've realized and witnessed that in a lot of the music. Like, for instance, we were talking about Will Smith and the song Fresh. Right. Fresh is fucking phenomenal. I, I played Fresh three, four times. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, Fresh is one of those ones where a lot of times people get this misconstrued. And we sit back and we were like, well, Will Smith corny and this, that, and the third. But the dude did a whole album where he didn't curse. And, and, and not only that, like... And it was still dope. Yo, I, it's not too many places. I don't care who you are, how tough you are. Not too many places you going. If somebody says fifty dollars, finish this line. West Philadelphia, born you're gonna sing it. Right. You know, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like you know it. Right. And, and people don't realize that it's actually a whole song, so there are verses that are missing. Right. 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 So right. and and my producer, that boy good, who I was telling you, but he's just one of those dudes uh, who By the way, I understands. Love that he got that from coming to America. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> so he's just one of those dudes who like believe in. Yo, I want to make big records. I don't want to just make the song that's hot yeah. for the moment. I don't want to just. But I want to. I want to penetrate culture. Right. I want to take over the world. I, I want to really make this thing a big thing because mm-hmm. we're in Maryland, so or the DMV, I should say. So there's Baltimore, there's DC, there's Virginia. Mm-hmm. We can not even have to turn on a radio. We can just go to the five closest artists you know, SoundCloud. In these areas, and hear the same same song, like all the, the, the you know the same trend. Yeah, yeah, G felony You know what it is. Come on, Nigga, I'ma knock his daddy down I'm on cup in your 
pockets on Bellamy, nigga. And we don't do funny here, felony, nigga. You better all change in your bitch. Strong on the block, hit the T, sing like a bitch. But I be ducked off doing numbers and positions. I was doing bad, I had a plan you wasn't with it. Now my chick bad, my ex mad, I don't get it. Kiss her on the forehead, tell her make better decisions. Let's take a ride to my city. I can show you around town on the ship, go down, it ain't pretty, getting live in my city, in my city, in the world around town, is the nigga strapped down with a fitty, keep an eye on your lady, cause you ain't know them 39 niggas, never drop them down, bitches crazy, see your wives getting lazy, cause a nigga shot around for my money when it's crunch time, baby. Good, I can show you around my hood in my city. Watch the climate, it get hotter than it should. Need sweaters and get colder when you jug. Never tell your babies everything that'll get you booked. Put you out in pictures, now you on the hook. So we move undercover, take a double look. Get this money with my brothers, I don't have too many. Say it's war, then we strapped with semis. It's a tragic ending. Drive nuts, yeah, they dragging with me. Feel my wave, how it match my city. From the bottom where the traps they lay, we need all that. And we'll take IOUs. All them callbacks You a soldier till we aiming at your dog tags My girl love me steady saying I ain't all bad I have her come and make her leave like I bring fall back All my haters waiting patient while me fall flat Yeah, All my shooters bust maneuvers, we all let it drive We keep it quiet, no way and wise, we don't testify If you rap, then that's just that, you can't justify Nigga lame, shit, it came if you ain't wanna ride Don't feel no shame, it's the game, we can't let it slide Throw up my gang, know the name, and you see the signs It's felony, no rap when you get penalized, I know some niggas that'll see you there. Let's take a ride to my city. I can show you around town on the ship. Go down, it ain't pretty. Getting wild in my city. In a world around town, is the niggas strapped down with a fitty. Keep an eye on your lady. You ain't know the 39 niggas know to drop them down. Bitches crazy, see your wives getting lazy. Cause the niggas shine around for my money when it's crunch time, baby. Taraji was um, 
coming out with that movie and I realized that you would you consider yourself a film critic or just a critic in general uh I mean I, more of a cultural critic but right now concentrating on like books film, and, yeah. and movies yeah, right yeah. exactly um because what I've seen has been ill and dope and I'm watching it and I'm laughing because I think you you're are you only child uh you can say that. Like, okay. I, my, my, my sister's 15 years older than me. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I understand. Let me tell you how I understand that. In, in the midst of what you do, it's like you have your own world. I'm an only child. My mother's only child. But, you know, my dad had other, other kids. Okay. But it's like you are in your world and in your element behind the camera or in front of the camera. And I noticed that. And I was like... It's the only child syndrome. I remember that. I remember that being in the room and creating your own world. And so I, I, I really respect and appreciate it. But um, so I've, I've watched that review. So what I do definitely want to talk about is I want you to reiterate for us your thoughts on Ready Player One. Okay. What do you? So how do you feel about it? Or what do you? Are you? Have you seen the movie yet? I have seen it, okay. but like I was, this is a funny story. I was actually so tired, like cause I think I saw like an eleven thirty show. Yeah, and I mean I gotta try to to, to not do this because I mean because you know the movies come out Thursday night and yeah. then premieres the Friday. Premiere, right. Mm-hmm. But I was so tired when I got to it that I fell asleep. I believe in the second act oh. of the movie. Oh. But the the first the first and the last act was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was because I read the book because I love the book mm-hmm. and you know they advise against this you know if you actually gonna see the movie just read the book second yeah you know what I mean but yeah. um I think if I had to judge anything I love the movie mm-hmm. what I saw the last fight wasn't as epic as I saw it in my mind right in the book right. but it was still dope as shit and for mm-hmm. them to kind of fit all of that 80s and 90s retro, I you know, characters. I cannot I wait to see this. Yeah. I'm so excited about it. St- Steven Spielberg was, the, of course, he's the perfect guy to he's do it. Amazing. He's the perfect, because he's he is he is the 80s. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With E.T. and everything else Jurassic he's done before. Park, Jurassic Park. To the 90s, right. Mm-hmm. You know I what I mean? Myself, I know somebody who saw it already. I was telling myself, well, when they gave me a review, they was like, yo, it would have been even nasty if they didn't have Steven Spielberg and Michael Bay in just yeah, because of yeah, just because yeah. of just because of what that movie consists of, right? Mm-hmm. He was like he was like yo, I saw the movie it was fucking amazing because of what it portrayed and what was in the movie. He was like, but yo, well, he was like, yo, you know, Steven Spielberg is fucking amazing. He said, but yo, if they had had somebody like Michael Bay and coincide with this shit, yeah, it'd have been like, yeah, like, 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 they did fucking transformers. True, like, and uh, <laughs> they had bad boys. But you know what? It was funny because actually after watching your review, it made me be like, damn, maybe I should read the book first. Because I'm always big on either reading the book first or seeing the movie and then reading the book. Right. But it made me want to read the book. Like, you know what? I, I love the world. Like, I had no idea um, the thought process of what where the world was at the time because it was, what, 2044? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, see, I'm telling you, boy, do the research. <laughs> <laughs> do the research. I don't play about that. Um, but it was like, you said, you said it was like 2044. And then it was like a really just a downtrodden destruction of the world. And mm-hmm. there were um, cars kind of stacked on top of each other as their homes. Yeah, it's called the stacks. The yeah. stacks, yeah. So yeah. Um, it was a lot that I was like, damn, I would love to get this as a book. Because I see everything and everything that you pinged out in the pictures and some of the acting that was in it, which was hilarious <laughs> as well. I was like, yo, that it all makes sense. So I think it's best 
to read the book too because just like with the Harry Potter books it's something that creates a world that you just can't see like even watching Harry Potter for it to be a two hour epic situation for what seven eight movies or whatever yeah, yeah. like it's just you still don't get it until it's in your own world and in your own head books for some before they re- before they release um, Goblet of Fire because the books for Harry Potter come out before the movies yeah and for my birthday I got Goblet of Fire mm-hmm. and I read that whole book I didn't even know the movie was about to come out the movie yeah. came out probably like I say like six months after the book mm-hmm. but I got the book I've read the whole book and I'm like yo I, that's when I became a Harry Potter addict yeah. after Goblet of Fire yeah. the book after reading the book and then the movie came out and I was like Oh shit! I would like I would like for them to do it again. I would like for them to do never run, yeah. no. But and here's what I would like to do. I would like for you to um, do it where it left off at the end yeah, at yeah. the train station. The kids yeah. going Literally. to Hogwarts and then kind of seeing where their kids and what that adventure would look like. I think a danger of that is is just that so so many of us can't really see. Harry Potter not, not being Daniel Radcliffe, you know yeah. what I mean, or, right. or not being the main guy. Like, if, mm-hmm. let's just say they Spider-Man. are the parents, mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who don't fuck with Spider Man just because Tobey Maguire not playing? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like for 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 it to be about the kids, exactly. I just feel like so many of us are so used to yeah. their original cast, it'll never be as good. And, and, that, and that's kind of what we have right now with this whole Netflix war situation, like where there are so many reboots of different things. It's just like you know the same saying? cast, so it's like, yeah. I can't, because that's the thing about, people don't understand how, literally how, you know, how strong that, that industry is. And that influence. Like if I'm, yeah. if I'm, if I, I was com- I'm comfortable watching, like, personally to me, I feel like as of right now, I'm a huge Supernatural fan. And I feel like it, it, will that ever go off? We're season thirteen right now. Oh my god, I'm about to say you're not in season thirty one because <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so where um, Supernatural, they got they bought a t- Dean bought a TV. Well, he didn't buy it. He got a TV and got sucked into the TV. Him and Sam. Oh, and guess what they were? It's Scooby Doo. That happens. Like the whole episode was basically a Scooby Doo episode that I remember. From when I was little. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, remember, I'm watching with Pookie. I'm like, yo, I remember this happening. But guess what? It didn't happen. Niggas actually died in the episode. So once, once it happened, you forget that you're watching Supernatural. Right. You think you're actually watching Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. There's death in there. There's murder. And you're like, oh, shit. And by the end of it, you're like, oh, shit. I was watching, watching Supernatural. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. I feel like Supernatural is one of them shows where, like, when or if it fucking does end. Right. I can't see no supernatural besides Dean and Sam. True. They true. they are the face of supernatural. It's yeah. Dean Sam. I can't see no other fucking characters. And we get that. And, and you know what? We're in the age of reboots. What are your thoughts on reboots though? Because that that I cannot wait. And now if you're gonna do, I was gonna do an like episode about like reboots. Like if you don't say it, but I'm just saying in general. Oh no. That's a very I love that question. Like, like yo, we got a lot because we're we're here. Martin is supposed to be coming back. Please leave that alone. Thank you. I, I almost want to for nostalgia stakes. I'm like, ah, please, but I, I get it. But then you got you got Martin coming back. You also have like Roseanne just came back on, on the television, which I I I can't in this era watch it anymore because because I'm woke and I be knowing. <laughs> so, I'm woke. But um, so what are your thoughts on, on the whole reboot thing? I think some of the, I think they just need to leave it alone. Like I, I know they were rumblings of a different world being done. Mm. Oh yeah, 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 I heard that. But I thought about that years beforehand. Though I right. always thought about that. Like yeah. I think. I would love for a different world to come back because it needs to show college in a different positive light and not be the quad. 
Right, right, yeah. BT. I can hear. I can that, see that. I would love to see come back because even though I didn't go to college, look where the fuck I am. So, <laughs> but even though I didn't go to college, I will say this: the nostalgia of Hillman made me be like, "Damn, I should go to an all-black school." Damn, I really want to be there. Where's Hillman? Oh, it's only in Virginia. Let me go there. So that, yeah. in its in and of itself, could be a big turning point mm-hmm. of away from, oh, completely away from the quad. Because that shit is just, BT, y'all, y'all fucking up. Y'all ain't got us. Yeah. <laughs> Your slogan was, we got you. Y'all ain't got us. <laughs> y'all ain't got us. <laughs> but hold on, before you go back, I'm sorry. Go back and tell yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just, I just think it, it's, for, for example, with Martin, where would you go with Martin as far as just like, I mean, okay. especially now with Tommy. Thank and you. Right. Tommy's gone. Are, is it, are they literally like we, what we were talking about with Jay-Z? Is it just going to be where the characters truly are? Like, are they going to be older? Are they yeah. going to be disgruntled? Are they going to be, like, you know what I mean? Are they going to be trying to operate a tablet? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I just think it's too, I think there's too many new ideas out here. It's too many new platforms. There's too many new writers, directors, producers, right. cinematographers to just go and like, we got, we can just access this old shit anytime. Like we got Hulu, we got Netflix. You know right. what I mean? I watch, watch, watch the world almost every night faithfully. Me too. And you know what I mean? On, on like three or four different syndicated so channels. Like, I don't really so, care too much to yeah. get a reboot. Yeah. I watch the old shit because yeah. I love the old shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Just 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 create something new. But I, I think I think that for what it is, we were kind of left, especially for the last season in Martin. We were left on such a sour note because. Yeah. At the time when that happened, everything was going wrong. And everything was going wrong with that show. For them to kind of reunite is a nostalgia. Like, here's the thing. No matter what it is and what, what we've done, whether we've done music or whether we talk about movies or we talked about TV... The insurgence of the 90s and the feel of the 90s is undeniable. That's and you true. Can't, and you can't do it. And so I think that to see the original players in what that is, I, I watched Fuller House and frankly liked the shit. Yeah. I do. Because I feel like they've grown. We're watching their children's small evolution. The rest of them, like Uncle Jesse and Danny and everybody, they're coming back periodically. But the, but the show is about the girls. I mean, granted, Michelle's not there. That's a whole other story. But they even addressed that in the show. Mm-hmm. So I think that Sometimes you do it for the nostalgia's sake. And and, and yeah. that's all it is. And people need to be out here to get this motherfucking coin because this money about to dry up real soon. That's true. So you better that's get true. it while you, while you got it. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and the Martin, it just seems... On, now, Martin, I don't think Martin needs the money. but yeah. it seems, and, and Pam don't need it. But yeah. it seems kind of desperate on the behalf of uh, 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 Cole. Cole, Cole, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, Gina. Yeah, Carl and Tisha, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Does. Like, it's just... It's just like, you know, we ain't got nothing else to do. Like, I mean, well, Carl's been doing the play circus for a long time. Don't do that. Carl has been doing plays for a long time. So he's been on the Black Chitlin circuit. Right, plays. right. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's what it's called, literally. Like, back in the... No, seriously, back in the day, that's what it's called. It was called the Chitlin circuit. Mm-hmm. So he's been on the Chitlin circuit. Of it. Speaking of which, I'm going to go into something else that just hit my mind. Give me a second. But <laughs> he's on the Chitlin circuit. And then the last thing I've really seen from Tisha... Campbell was I said shit. my wife and kids. Like, and that's literally it. Yeah, and that's that's and how long that shit ended. A couple of years ago. A couple, um, no, more than a couple. That shit ended at least almost like four or five, probably six years ago. Also, real quick, <laughs> let me. I'm just gonna touch on it real quick. Reality TV, y'all need to just drop into the sunken place somewhere when it happens <laughs> because I just actually started watching this show. God, why? I'm such a TV junkie. I need to. I need to get out of this. But I started watching this show called um, 
um, your husband is cheating on us. So it's a, listen, listen, listen to what it is. It's on Bravo. There's some shit. I need to stop watching this shit. I need to stop watching these real housewives, bitches, all this. I need to. I know. I gotta. I gotta detoxify myself, and I'm trying. I swear to God, I am. But so the show is about um, the cast for this play called "Your Husband Is Cheating on Us." Okay. So um, it has like Dietra Hicks and just a whole bunch of people. Jenny Wine is in it. <laughs> because you know, genuine has gone on the play circuit as well, so it made me think about it when we started family talking about careers. the chicken circuit. Family careers, oh, man, let me try. It is bad, like they put them all in the house together so they could spend like eight weeks together to try to get ready for this play. It is, it is hard, it's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. Genuine like, allegedly fucking everybody. Like, I'm just I'm nervous, I'm nervous. I just feel like, like, though, so, like leave them like. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, if they even reboot Martin, I'm not watching that shit. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch, watch the first episode it. just cause. If they do it, look. If they do it on Hulu, I'll bend the first. I mean, sorry. If they do it on Netflix, I'll binge watch the first season. I can't if they get a second. I can't, then I can't because <laughs> just me personally, like my personal opinion, yo, it's so much nostalgia with me and mm-hmm. my childhood mm-hmm. watching certain things. Mm-hmm. The the feeling that I got the la- the feeling that I got. When I heard Mark, when I heard Martin Cola, nigga, where where you work at? Tons, 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 right. It's like yeah, you 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 guarantee you are not gonna hear it. Either. And then that's another thing too. How do you explain that? <laughs> like so, it's like you know, it's a lot of things <laughs> I look at, and I'm like, you know, I can't really. That's just like them rebooting the Living Color. Yeah, I mean, they also try to do that too. I can't yeah, properly. Yeah. It, it would never be the same because the where we at now in Living Color was prime for the nineties. Right, prime. You that now it's going to be like? Not necessarily. The thought process be, be about that was this. At, the, at that time, when A Living Color was out, you have In Living Color, you have SNL and you have Mad TV, right. which are all competing against each other. Actually, if you could do it, and it came back and you did it well in the season of wokeness, mm-hmm. and we had a lot of black, we have, we have amazing black comics. Yes, That do sketch. We have so many, even from here. Yes. Like, good God, oh, yeah, there yeah, are so yeah, freaking yeah. many. Just hilarious. Um, um, even Lonnie B, like Lonnie is fucking hilarious. But just in general, if you had all of those people kind of come together in that way, you could we could rival SNL. Cause think about it, SNL you only get a handful of black motherfuckers to be on there. Again, we can perform and we can definitely shake a tail feather because that's what they want us to do. Right. But as far as actually being on the show, think about it. Tiffany Haddish just became the first black woman to actually do SNL. Like that's that's crazy. I hear you. It just would be it it would be a, a dagger in in everything else that's going on right. if we if we did that. I hear you, but at the end of the day, in Living Color is one of my favorite shows to ever come on. And guess yeah. what? In Living Color had a supreme cast of black people. Right, yeah, no, no, a no. black. Right. You no. had Spritz of white. You had Jim Carrey when he first hopped on that bitch. Right. What was the white bitch name? She was funny as shit too. She actually was funny. Yeah. Yeah. That show was primarily nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a show with a split of white people. Right. Yeah. But J Lo started that. Like it's a lot of why can, But then the question remains, because it bred so many stars, why can't we do that again? Because everything now to me personally. Even, even, even if it's not called even if it's not called even if it's not called a living color, that's something that we do need yeah. to we need to kind of have a real circle. But shit just now it's just yo, it's just Entertainment now is watered down, period. I just, I in get, my opinion, everything is watered fucking down. Watered down. Sitcoms are not the same anymore. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I, I agree with you. Like, I think everything, and I mean, I become a, uh, a victim of it too. I think everything 
Everything is going to get like a thousand think pieces. You know what I mean? Whether right or wrong. You know what I mean? And it's like, there's nothing that you can't say without pissing somebody off. Right. I think it's always been this way, but we in, in the 90s, we didn't have social media. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And like, and if, if you wanted to get your voice out there before, you, it was a vetting process where you had to at least be a celebrity or you had to be on a local news or so you had to be on the radio. Fan saying something about their mouth right. and you yeah. get backlash for what a fan heard you say on live. No, you know man. Then we had it. So but you know what the fucked up part about all of that, though? This is kind of what this show is. So, like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, but we know they have a comment on, but guess what? We yeah. talk about shit with media. Right, right. We, we became but media. But media became the, the internet. Fuck that up. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's new media, but I, I was saying, getting back to the, the, the reboots, I just mm-hmm. think it's... It's the such thing as just being too fucking late. Like, Martin, it's, it's too it, it, it's fucking too late. late. It's too late. Like, like, for example, Insecure. If Insecure, let's say... Oh, yeah, that was another one that we, we go, linked up on that we talked about. Go ahead. Right, right. If, if we if we want to go three more seasons of Insecure, mm-hmm. and then Issa... Because I remember Issa saying it's, it's, it's going not, not, not going to be fucking forever. No. But let's let's just say... So you go five seasons of Insecure... Mm-hmm. Let, let it die for five seasons, but then everybody comes back and they're older, more mature, possibly has families, then that's that's very reachable. Mm-hmm. I mean, Martin, when did Martin go up? 97, 98? Right. I mean, fucking 20 years it's 20, later? Yeah. It's like, God damn. It's like, 2018, nigga, you didn't gain weight, nigga. All of them, and then, and, then, right, and then it's not gonna feel the same because you think about all the characters that he played. Yeah, all of them gonna look and feel they different than that, that type Everybody. of energy. Some of those characters are dead. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they were old as fuck yeah. back then. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, where where would you go with the cash? That would be fucking dying and fucking bitches. European shit. I ain't fucking with it. I'm still a nigga. I have a whole dick print, my nigga. What I what you won't do is put a two quarter inch motherfucking zipper on this shit and expect for me to put my dick in this shit, bitch. It ain't happening. Number one. So then you, <laughs> then you got some just, just all that. This is my baby arm ain't the rip too high. And the rips be too high. Right, you trying to hold it together. And then the shirts. Oh my god, the shirts. Why the fuck am I wearing a piece of paper? If I wanted to wear a piece of paper on my chest, I would be homeless. This is some bullshit. What is going on, HM? Make better fucking quality. Fuck a monkey in the jungle, make fucking better quality. Shit. So that's furthermore. Then, now you want me to go ahead and boycott the deliciousness. Hmm. Of a Starbucks, cause sometimes they make caramel macchiatos and stuff. They had nigga, they had shit that had smoke on it one time. I said, "What is this?" They said, "It's goodness." I said, "Please." Yeah, that unicorn shit. Fucking diabetes. Because when you do shit like that, from being like seeing how the shit 
works, like doing right. spreads and things like that. It has to go through so many gates. That boy is underage, so his yeah, mother had to approve it. His yeah. mother and whoever they had an agent had to approve that. That's mm-hmm. the first gate. Mm-hmm. The 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 photographer that that shot the shoot, even though that's not his fault, you know, he released though. Mm-hmm. And then it goes up to you know where they sit and they they go through and they're like, okay, yeah, we're gonna put this out. And you know what? And here's the gate you're missing. It's not even just the photographer. The photographer shot the pictures. Yeah. You had to take that to the editor, yeah. who did the editing, <clears throat> chiefing of it all. Then, <laughs> like nobody, nobody looked at that shit. Like mm-hmm. now, they are all now. I'm not. They making, are I'm all not making, outside of the country. I'm not making excuses. World. I'm not making excuses at all. Mm-hmm. They are European. Their perception, again, from experience, is yeah, different. Yeah, it's, it's different. Right. There they don't go. see everything in black and white like we over here. Like mm-hmm. everything is fucking black and white. Like even their views on sex is completely different. Which yeah. is yeah. Which is so weird. And I'm, I'm going to give you the example. The example is this. I was watching a documentary because, you know, I'm a documentary junkie. I was watching a documentary and they were talking about the way that Europeans think about sex and the, and the way that we mm-hmm. think about sex. So they asked a group of girls from America, what would you say if a girl has a condom in her purse? So they was like, oh, my God, she a whore. She easy. She trying to suck some dick. This bitch crazy. All of that. They asked the same kind of groups of the European girls at the same age. Right? They was like, oh, when she's being safe. She doesn't want to catch a disease. Like, she's she's just trying to better herself. Like, I would definitely have asked her. They're like, I have a condom now, too. Like, what do you mean? Like, this is question. I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is the no dirty dick dozen. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Their, their perception of everything is different. It's completely And that's not like, it's still like, I feel like they know H&M is like worldwide because, uh, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Especially but H&M also started over H- in the UK. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I'm a different type. I don't know. Maybe for my age group, I'm yeah. like fucking a different type. Maybe I was somebody else. Mm-hmm. Because when I hear things and I read things like that, my first thought is not, fuck them. You're right. I've absorbed a lot of different knowledge from shit. So, like, when I first heard that, I'm like, first thing I'm like, well, it's European, but I know, like, because it, 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 it showed first, and I was like, damn. It's like, right before that shit happened, it was, like, on there, somebody, one person posted, and I was like, oh, that shit about to, mm-hmm. right. to be some shit. Because, you know, you know what, that's the same, that's the thing about the internet, it's like a tumbleweed. It like is. One, when one person posts it's one like thing, and one you've seen it, and it's, on your timeline, yeah, you feel a certain kind of way about it, Yo, and, and that's my, but my first thing was just like, people like, yo, I'm never going this, and they destroying stores, and I'm just like, yo, but I'm, like, I get it, yeah, I get it, like, that's fucked up, I don't want to, I wouldn't, you know, want to wear no yeah. hoodie with, um, a cool monkey, monkey in the jungle, in the jungle. Right. and then I'm like, yo, we black people, how many times do you call, you know, your little brother, your little son, like, you know, so I'm saying sure it's okay, but it's just like, it, it creates you can't choose, like, you can't choose when to see the world in black and white. Well, That's my main thing. Yes. You can't choose. Now, what if it was like a UK only thing? You know, what if what if it was like because we know that this shit mm-hmm. is gonna be horrible over there, mm-hmm. we're not sending that shit over there, mm-hmm. but we know our people get it. Mm-hmm. And somebody American from in the UK was just like, Oh fuck no, y'all see this? You know, we don't know what the right. full marketing scheme right. was. Now sometimes in, in, in retrospect, sometimes it it is a little blatant and like you said, there are too many gates to get through. Yeah. And we talked about this last time and I'm gonna retouch on this again, where Heineken mm-hmm. did their uh campaign for Heineken Light. Talking about with the slogan, sometimes lighter is better. 
So the white uh, European guy throws a beer across the table and as it goes across the table it passes like three dark skinned people and then reaches the the hand of a, a white girl and says sometimes lighter is better. See now that's some shit that right. I saw the commercial too yeah. it's like yeah. it's so, so spot on yo. Yeah. 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 yeah now that's some shit that's like well, that, see, like see, the Dove commercial like yeah. that, that shit, yeah. that, shit yeah. that shit that's it's right there right. Like, that's <laughs> in your face like it's right there other shit like that, I like to research deeper. Like, I want to know, like, all right, well, what the fuck? Like, I went, they, they like, had the mother, she had released a statement or whatever and shit like that. And she I'm told like, everybody to get over it. So yeah, it was just like, yo. And then, but, but what kills me, what kills me, what kills me is, like, a week later, like, black people were designing hoodies that said, coolest monkey in the jungle. It was art all over the place. It was all this kind of shit. Like they utilized it in football. So I'm just like, so are we, are we... Are you mad? Are, you, are, are we only upset last week? Are we over it now? If we, you, we... but you know what? If you push the propaganda, if you push the propaganda, and you push what they, what they're giving you, aren't you just as guilty as you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just, I'm thinking of it outside. But of that's how I. It's yeah. like you gotta yeah, understand. Right. Other people don't think like that, and I right. get it. But I just feel like it's it's, it's, it's like it's like for instance, we have a piece of bacon in the White House. If you didn't vote for this piece of bacon. You still made a choice, and because you made that choice not to vote for this piece of bacon, yeah, like now there's a piece of bacon with this shit, on the like, right you shit are, in the ballot because yeah, yeah. 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 you don't count. Because I know, but Shana was saying that we don't usually go on there. I really know so many people that after was like, "Well, I ain't voting for him, and I'm not voting for her." So you, so, so, so you made a decision not to vote, but you do realize that is a decision, right? Like, you do realize, and this is why we are where we are now. We are in Trump's fuck-ass America, and these crackers think that they could be slick. Let me tell you something, white people. I like y'all. I appreciate y'all. Y'all employ me. That's fine and dandy. But what you won't do, y'all ain't gonna fuck up my spirit. That's what you're not gonna do. Second thing, I just had a rant. I'm sorry. Real quick. I understand that I'm 5'4", okay? I understand light skin. Real smooth, little, little face, some love on me. <laughs> but Habib, what you won't do when I'm at the motherfucking Dunkin' Donuts and I tell you that I want goddamn turkey sausage on this motherfucking five dollar for sausage, be like, you know that's gonna be extra, right? Bitch, I work every motherfucking day. Bitch, I work any motherfucking hours every two weeks. What the fuck did you mean, motherfucker? Seventy goddamn cents, bitch. I got that in my motherfucking car. Fuck wrong with you? So no question, my motherfucking ass is my little goddamn 70 cents. And how be if you having a bad motherfucking day, my nigga, what you won't do, my nigga, you is definitely not gonna throw my motherfucking ass. <laughs> what you definitely not gonna do, my nigga, you definitely not gonna throw my shit on the motherfucking counter, my nigga. That's what you not gonna do, my nigga. You nigga, I literally take the shit. I'm like, oh, your shit like this. Is it because I had on jeans? Because I had on Jordans? Because I'm not dressing like I'm an old fogey? Like. Nah, what you not gonna do? Yeah, you're not gonna play me out position, Habib, because this will be your last time. This will be your last Dunkin' Donuts, bitch. This will be your last gas station. Don't play with the kids. It's not. Mouth hanging open. I know you asked me something then. Please repeat what you said. I wasn't listening. My mind was wandering with you within my fantasy. Feeling anxious as ever, that's what you've done to me. Yeah. I just wanna lean in closer. I 
stuck on stupid E equals MC squared I don't know what that means Me plus you is an affair No, that don't take a genius Feel the chemistry with you and me is heating up Don't know why you keep denying me to serve you up delve into the the production side how take us through how you work on that um so i just get into that mood sometimes sometimes i feel like writing sometimes i don't i always feel like doing music so whether it be me wanting to feel like i'm a rapper one day or singer one day or producer one day i just get into all that stuff but i started um i always had band class i was blessed enough to to always have band from elementary school through mm-hmm. high school mm-hmm. and i think in my sixth grade year in middle school i got introduced to fruity loops but you know law of attraction type shit didn't know what the fuck it was right and then a couple weeks later, I wind up just having it at home. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know, I'm just like, oh, let me sit down and play with this, you know? So, right. played with that and um, started off with Fruit Loops, graduated, did a couple things, cakewalk and uh, Reason and mm-hmm. um, keyboard, shit like that. So, right. um, I use Reason now for the most part. That's so funny because KK uses yeah. Reason too. Yeah. yeah. And a little bit of, um, we got the machine that my, my manager trying to get me on. Like, yeah. I, you know, I, I like You like the old like. school, the feel, right? Yeah, I like what I like. Mm-hmm. I got an MP, uh, not an MPC, uh, um, Yeah. 
broadcasting themselves as such. I've right. never had seen like a female, like I, I like uh, Alicia Keys too, right? But um, never really had seen a female that was actually out there making music. Although they probably were there, mm-hmm. but, you know, all mm-hmm. this Me Too shit now. Bitches coming out doing all types of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and I think I think that that is so dope. Like Thank I mean, like I knew that doing this interview with you, we were going to find out some new shit. And I knew, yeah. and that right there for me, that is yeah. dope. Um, I think that. Last year, we definitely talked a lot about the female game, and I spoke to Nephi recently, and I was like, you know, this is this is your time. This yeah. is the time, because oh, yeah. I think <laughs> the Me Too situation may have pushed it a little bit, but I think <laughs> that it's, it's also the, the time for you guys to kind of come out and really yeah. delve into it, and then our show shows so much love to that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, um, but sure. yeah, but for you to be a producer and your background so musically where it's it's embedded in you, you're going oh, to yeah. do so much. I cannot wait. I'm so fucking oh. excited. <laughs> I cannot wait. I can. I already foresee it. Um, so uh, we talked about kind of who inspires you, um, but what is your what is your go to song? What was your what was your go to song before you actually do it, did your own songs that you were singing? Oh. Uh, <laughs> I've been giving them questions though. Don't I? Yeah. Just be like, damn, I ain't think about that. Definitely, uh, probably killing me softly was one of them. Yes. Yes. Um, I actually listen to the police a lot. Yes. To the police. That's got, like my favorite fucking band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the police. Um, damn. To Sting, you know, did his little... Yeah. Went well, off and on his solo shit. But y'all know what I was hilarious though. And this, oh, thing, though. this is one thing that I've realized. I remember coming up in an era where kind of... I lived in the 80s throughout the 90s and the right. 70s. And I remember a time where there was almost like a segregation or a divide between music. Yeah. Where it was like, oh, you know, on the pop chart, you only had X amount of black artists yeah. oh, that yeah. were on there. So we did have to mm-hmm. listen to other things like yeah. Sting, The Police, and right. U2, and so and you know, so on and so forth. Yeah. But it's so funny to me to always hear when it's a when we have a room full of black folk that actually be like, yo, I listen to the police. Uh, yeah. I'd be like, yeah. I feel like, I feel like as a musician, well, you know, from a producer standpoint, mm-hmm. I feel like I have, like, I, it's, it's, it's more than a choice. It's like I feel like that's just a part of what I do. Right. I mean, yeah. you, you need to be musically inclined. You're oh, here. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can't just be. Okay, yeah, I can, I can know every hip hop song. No, you do mm-hmm. need to know some country music. Yeah, you need oh, to know yeah. some pop, some rock, my favorite, some EDM. My favorite yeah. used to be the Bee Gees. I used to Bee love Gees. the Bee Gees. Okay. Because, especially remember when Destiny's Child did Emotions? Well, yeah. the Bee Gees did Emotions first. Oh, shit. And it's, the, the Bee Gees yeah. version is just as great as they, but it's the, it's the original one, and yeah. then when you hear the yeah, Destiny yeah. Now Child, I'm thinking, now I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, had like to you, get, I had to get Beyonce in it first, and then had to click it on. Screen. <laughs> right, when you hear the Bee Gees, <laughs> it's, it's just one of those things. Like it's something about a groove yeah. in it yeah. that I, could, I couldn't, I couldn't remember. And I love. I remember yeah. before I wanted to rap. I remember I loved R and B so hard. It was, yeah. it was the biggest thing because yeah. we had. A, I was there was a transition before there was this whole '90s era where where R and B was the yeah. thing. I had all my motherfucking Brownie. Night, I had. Let me tell you, I love crooners. Yeah. I used to love crooners yeah. back in the day. You had Brian McKnight, you had Case, yeah. you had Joe, Casey, yeah. and JoJo, Joe to see. Casey and JoJo. Yo, like, John B. John B. John B. Yeah. My nigga, like, let me know. John B. Okay, and I didn't know how. I had mixed kids. I didn't know how. You know, so many people to this day still think that man is black? Yeah. He's like at best, I think he's like Italian, but yeah. I remember literally seeing that CD every day. Yes, cool relax. 
she'll be playing some fucking. She play her I'm favorite kidding. album. She'll play like Don't every day is Patty Labelle fucking oh, fire. Shit. Yeah, she'll play the shit up that album like mm-hmm. start to finish. And I'm just like yo. Yeah, yeah. So that goddamn John B. Cool, relax. Nigga, John shit, B. Uh, that shit, yeah. I'm sorry, John B. Yo, he paved the way for some. He, some he definitely shit, paved yo. a lot of the way he for like the blue eyes hole. Yeah, we could. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah, and it's funny because um, that's another thing that I watch. I'm a huge documentary fan, but yeah. I definitely watch Unsung. Oh yes. Unsung. Yes. You find yeah. out of some shit about some people that you yeah. did not know. Yeah. My favorite unsung recently right now was Deborah Cox. Okay. I haven't seen that one. Let me tell you something. Forgetting that that motherfucker is a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. Number one, she first of all she's Guyanese. Oh damn. Didn't even know that. Damn. Did not know that. So she's Guyanese. Number one. Wow. Number two. She also did the, um, when they did the Whitney Houston story on, uh, it wasn't TV1, it was on Lifetime. Mm-hmm. When they did that, she's the one who is actually singing the music because, you know, they couldn't clear the rights oh, for wow. the actual music. So she is the person that is singing the music. Wow. She also did a duet with Whitney. So Deborah is just a force we're breaking with. And the LGBT oh, community yeah. loves her yeah. because all of the songs that she used to have on the old albums <laughs> have gone to techno mixes. Wow. And then she specifically yeah. does it yeah. and does techno mixes. Yeah. I said, yo. Genius. Damn. Yo. <laughs> Genius. Like, yo, she, she just recently, recently released, like, two albums in the last two or three years. Yeah. At this particular point. I had no idea. Like, wow. pretty much after Nobody's Supposed to Be Here, that was probably my last real yeah. yeah, kind of yeah, Deborah yeah. Cox thing, but... Mm-hmm. Man, I used to play that shit wow. all day, every day. Um, all right, so here's a here's an interesting question. Okay. So the game is hard on relationships, yeah. personal and professional. But yeah. how do you navigate through that? Through what? Through just the the circumnavigation, like oh, I got a guy on the side, he like me, but I gotta work. Or you know, family, friends. You looked at me like I'm gonna throw something at you. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Um, all right, so I was in a relationship for a while mm-hmm. with a regular individual, mm-hmm. and y'all not regulars, so <laughs> you know, you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not trying to put nobody in no bucket or nothing like that, but regular people, regular working individuals, mm-hmm. which I also happen to be one of those two, mm-hmm. they don't really understand, like, they don't understand how this shit works. Like, yeah, why am I might be out to <laughs> three o'clock in the morning, not because I'm fucking somebody, I might be fucking somebody, but no, I'm fucking like, somebody like this is yeah. this is the creative hours. Everybody sleep. That energy is flowing, but you getting creative juices and shit like that. So mm-hmm. it's like you know, my relationship took a toll on my music and on my life and on mm-hmm. myself. So mm-hmm. right now, I'm a, I'm a whole yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she was like, I'm a whole single. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but yo, let me tell you something. That is one of the best answers to that question ever. Like, like she was like, like you have one. Like I don't know how I'm answering, but this is what I'm gonna do. But no, it is. It is one of those things. You are a creative. It is completely different. Yeah. Now I am blessed. I've been with the same person for twelve years. Yeah. We've been yeah. married for twelve years, and I think because in our relationship we started off as creatives. Yeah. Like she yeah. is a she is a producer. Y'all both are the same. Type. Right, and it, we're we're both yeah. creatives. Mm-hmm. So it's like yo, we chase a dream. So if you understand that I'm out till one, mm-hmm. two o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. it's based on the fact that I'm working, right. or if I'm up late and I'm not coming straight to bed because I'm working and I got like yo when she looks back and she's like yo y'all on like episode 52 of the show Maxine was like wow like she's been on the show and it's one of those things where you need and sometimes you need another creative and sometimes right. you don't right. cause sometimes uh, two creatives you be like look motherfucker you, you don't want to you just don't need to date another rapper that's all that's all I'm saying 
Rappers need love, but everybody loves me. <laughs> that's that's why it's ter- that's why it's, so, it's terrible. Like I understand that she can just the same way. It's like my my chick. She used to look at me like, okay, like you're not giving me no attention. And it's like, like I can give you all that attention, but you know I'm not gonna get my shit done. You right. know? Exactly. Where you gonna grow? Mm-hmm. Get attention. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not one of these like rapper niggas. Yeah. Right. Shit yeah. like that. You know, I'm. Producer, like right. I, this shit, I have. This is more than just the music. It's, it's a right. release for me. It's, it's right. a passion mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I ain't making beats, I right. promise you, he knows. If I'm not making beats, yo, I'm literally not saying like mentally. Right. Right. Yo, all, you don't understand. All, <laughs> you don't understand. Yeah, like you either go fucking crazy or you get depressed. Like depressed. Right. If yeah. I go like two weeks or like mm-hmm. a week without making beats, mm-hmm. niggas will know that this nigga ain't making right. beats. Or like yeah. the time when um you didn't have your laptop. Oh my god. I literally was like, what do you mean you got your laptop? Right. And like it was it wasn't for the show or anything. Yeah. But he was I like he was like he didn't have it. He was like he left it, you know, somewhere he knew where it was. I was like, do you want to go get it? Yeah. Because it was, it was, he was like, he was like, um, because yeah. he just was really chill and, and like his demeanor changed. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, do you want to go get it? Because yeah. I would go ahead and drive to the end of the yeah. earth to make sure that you have what you need. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need my, I need my music. Not you going to shove a breath. Like, nigga, like, I'm not, I'm not about that life. You feel me? He is a Let me let me let me tell you. I was like, I, and I believe that in a creative. Like, if you yeah. are creative and you need what you need to be creative, yeah. for me sometimes it's just space. Well, yeah. I just need quiet mm-hmm. because there's so much, you know, whizzing mm-hmm. past me all at one time. So I need quiet. I need to get back in my deme and start writing again. And yeah. that's it's been five, six years now. Ooh. That's weird. I mean, you got shit built it's up. Weird. I got some, I got some shit built up, and it's like my, my, my I know my freestyle is kind of off a little bit, but I'm yeah. back. You know, I'm like back yeah. in my bag again, so I'm ready to mm-hmm. really do it. And when I do it, I have so many great collectives, and I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited, and everybody's like. Dude, let me tell you something. Let me tell you what's great about that, and it's not. I'm not doing the show for that. I just yeah. do it for the love of hip hop. Yeah. But the real thing about it that's crazy. The connections that I have made. People's like, yo, let me know when. I don't give a fuck. Whatever you need. I'm like, yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> like, you're a dope individual. You thank just, you. You got good energy. Both of y'all got good energy. Thank right? you so I much. Yeah, thank I came you. here and fucked up. Another type of besides your neck being fucked up. <laughs> 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 I actually was not thinking about that. Because <laughs> 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 she said, okay. Like and you've listened to the show a couple of good yeah, times, which is yeah, nice, yeah. and I yeah. appreciate it. And let me yeah. tell you something: Kalada does not skip on her shit at all. You text her, you say whatever. She's like, "Hey, nigga, what's going on?" I'm like, yeah, yeah. Phone yeah. <laughs> but she's yeah. really, really, really a a connected kind of person. Um, so take us through stupid for people that don't know. Like that oh. video was great. Tell us about where it was shot that day. How does that day work for you? Oh man, so. You want to go to the, the backstory or the actual just the video shoot? Go through it all. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, people be nosy and shit. So, let me just disclaimer. Yeah, so like I, I ran into this dude or whatever, and um, just like, oh, goddamn, you know, I was like, ooh. You know, and then um, just wrote a song about it. Like, it gave me a feeling. And I wrote mm-hmm. a song about it. I had like, um, my manager was also one of my producers, mm-hmm. uh, Mighty Lock. They gave me a beat, and he was just like, you know, um, here, work with this. And I'm like, I 
fucking with this. I think I had just been, it wasn't nothing about the music, nothing like that. It was my own space. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to realize when people in the funk or whatever they going through, that yeah. got to be like they fucking space. It ain't got shit to do with you, no matter yes. what what they might take out on you. It ain't got shit to do with you. Right. But I was in, like I said, I was in that relationship with, with my regular individual whose mother happened to be a singer, which I thought that he would understand a little bit better, are, yeah. yeah, but mm-hmm. he, he would be the nigga that'd be unplugging my keyboard and shit like that. Like, oh, no. I need you come to bed. Yeah, like, that type problem. of shit, yeah. All black in the nigga. I was like, it, 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 it wasn't no, I was on steroids at the time. But anyway, so, so. <laughs> I love her. I love her. Anyway, I was coming out of that. Yeah. Going into, back into my music more yes. so. So I wound up running into this dude and, um, really liked him, liked the vibe, whatever. I wrote a song about it because I have an issue where I just, just telling somebody, hey, I like you. You feel right. me? Right. <laughs> so right. I wrote a fucking song. Like, I wrote a song, uh, the beat that, uh, Mark had given me mm-hmm. and, um, Real plain laid out shit, and what happened a couple weeks later, he built some shit around it. Mm-hmm. If anybody's looking for the secret to a great song, start off with a basic ass beat so you can have your freedom to write mm-hmm. around that music and have them build that around you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so Mark builds. Yeah, I like that. Mark, yeah, he definitely <laughs> built the beat around it. And um, then uh, TT, the artist, my home girl, she. Um, first of all, let's pause. Let's let's take yeah. a, let's take a reflective minute real quick. Yeah. First of all, TT, the artist. Bay, if you listen to this, you are fucking sick and phenomenal. Yes, the first time that I ever really got into TT, yeah. I was actually, let me tell you the craziest thing. TT's mm-hmm. been in my ear for a minute. Mm-hmm. So I actually got into her about maybe two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, almost two years ago now at this particular point mm-hmm. when Insecure came out. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it started being on there. And then I was playing Call of Duty and I'm listening to TT playing Call of Duty because mm-hmm. it's on my Spotify. So let me tell you something. Love, love yeah. TT the artist. Like, she, she's dope. Yeah. Her visuals be sick. Yeah. The motherfucking bars are on point. I be like, God yeah. damn. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm killing fucking zombies and TT is in my motherfucking head. Like, yo. Oh, so, so yeah. So she's she's dope. Oh, yeah. But go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, me and her and Mark, we all been friends for like over 10 years. Mm-hmm. And her, like, you look at me like, oh, damn, you do production. Like, I'm considered what a triple threat. That bitch is a fucking director. Yeah. She's a motherfucking artist, a writer, a rapper, a motherfucking uh, um, a graphic designer. Oh, yeah. She's, um, shit, she a fucking entrepreneur all the way. Like, I just got back from, from Cali fucking with her. Because right. she just she just started her own record label. Mm-hmm. Um, She's a dancer. Yo, yes. Yeah, Damn. dope. Like, and I'm not saying like on no scale of any type of level of any of the shit that I'm mentioning that she does mm-hmm. that it's mediocre or less than right. mm-hmm. none of that. Like all of that shit shits on. And I can sit here all day and say, you know, I'm, I'm a I'm a dog trainer. Mm-hmm. You feel me? <laughs> right. Well, yeah, yeah. You feel me? I could say that shit, but it but it doesn't amount to anything until you actually can show your fucking yeah, work. Right. Like, exactly. That shit's so much deeper than the teacher telling you write this math problem. I'll show your work. Like, right. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's awesome. Yeah. So she she yeah for, uh, yeah. Anyway. Back yeah. to the- <laughs> yeah, so back to stupid. I'm sorry. I just, it just, yeah. Yeah, but I had it. Yeah, shout out to her. Like, yeah, shout cool. out to TT. And shout if you, if you send her. this to her, let her know because yeah, I, I love yeah. her. Fuck I am a fan. Me too. I love her mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so the, uh, she came up with the, she was like, yeah, oh, this song is dope. She's like, yeah, this is nice. We need to, um, yeah, we need to, yeah. You can't keep sitting in the house, Kalada. You can't, you, can, you gotta, you gotta let people hear this. And I'm like, is that the way, right. is that the way TT said? Yeah, <laughs> like, like, yeah, real shit. She's like, you can't, yeah. And I'm like, all right, yeah, all right. So we went, we did the, uh, did the video, um, down like, um, I don't know, like off, off like North Broadway type area. Mm-hmm. 
not North Broadway, it's probably over there. North and uh, like Park Avenue. Oh, okay. Nice ass houses at over there. Yeah, yeah, with the with the brown stones yeah. and everything, right? Yeah, all that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. So and it was just like all day it was about the rain. Like, right. All day from the fucking morning till the night when we finished shooting that video was about the rain. Right. And it just never rained. Like it just, it just never <laughs> rained like real shit. So we it, shot the whole like, video. Yeah. I'm, just, yeah. I'm choking you. I might I might rain. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we shot the whole video. Everything went smoothly. Yeah. Like we, we you know we were you know every the, the building was just love, all the, the, the extras, all that stuff. We fed everybody, everybody was cool, good vibes. Um shout out to my videographer Kirby. Like he's done um yo, I don't know how the fuck I wound up running into these people like when I really started Y'all. getting back into the music. I don't like, know. I don't yo, know. Yeah. You know what it is? No, I do know. I do know. I take that back. I take it. Yeah, I was going to say, I do know what it is. It's the energy. Yeah. Like, when I tell you, you as a person yeah. is just a dope individual. Oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like there's there's so many there's so many levels, and I hope that the fans are getting that from you right now. Yeah. Like, there's so many levels where you're the sweet chick. You're yeah. the street chick. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, yeah. you you definitely have so many multifaceted levels. And to find out so much, like, I got goosebumps right now. Because I'm just like, <laughs> yo, like, I know this person. And it's, it's funny It's funny because I feel like um, I'm building a roster of, like, really famous people in my head. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 Goddess MC, you know what I'm saying? Ness wants to take a right bitch or something. You feel what I'm saying? Fuck what you mean, you know what I mean? So, we've had a lineage, and we talked about part of the lineage, which we'll stay off mic, but we'll talk about the newest part of what we've done um, in the last couple of, in the last two, in the last year and a half, let's be clear. Um, let's start with Hire. So, the first time we got Nephi on the podcast, I was only at least eight seven eight episodes in i said look this is what i'm doing this is what i'm trying to do what do you want to do could you could you come could you be one of the first guests mm-hmm. she said absolutely mm-hmm. and was there yeah we ended up we were supposed to do it at a bass vapors because that was going to be my spot and my sponsor I remember and that. that shit did not go well at all no that. so knock that nigga out yeah so i was like ah <laughs> oh hey. shit yeah, it was man shit time. Like, yeah, I was like, was, ah. Was time. I was like, okay. I said, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. It was that energy it. that you talked about earlier. Exactly. The energy was fucked up. <laughs> yeah, no, you were with me, but it just it just so happened. Like, Monty said it to me, and I was like, okay. Oh, no. I remember that. Right. When we showed up. Y'all already there. Yeah. Right. We right. got to get me food. You trying to shut the shit down. Yeah. Yo. Yo. What you doing? So, shit went kind of awry. So, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. That's what we're going to do. We're going to do it in the last apartment. <laughs> Let's do this Come shit. We're not going to have money snuffing this. Nigga. <laughs> in the <laughs> Nigga. I was like, oh my. This shit is not going to go well at all. So then, um, after the first episode, it was like, it was just me just trying to I was getting, my, I'm still getting my fucking feet wet. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We were just getting our feet wet in this and this whole podcast game. Yeah, I'm trying to figure what the fucking podcast was. Like, didn't even know what the podcast was. I wouldn't have known though. I know y'all was in your mm-hmm. pocket for real. Like I was like, yo, this is what we want to do. Like fuck it. Like the nigga brought me the idea. Like I, I was a straight. Like I broke ghosts from time to time where like no one hears from me. I'm just mm-hmm. gone. Like, exactly. That's I was in a whole other state, mm-hmm. like just grinding beats, mm-hmm. building a fan base. Come back. Mm-hmm. Troy's like, yo, you back? Yeah. Come to my house, nigga. And I'm like, we got to talk about this show. I got this idea. I'm like, mm-hmm. 
Okay, let's, yeah. let's do this shit. He's like, yeah, I know what the fuck broadcast was. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, okay, talk show? Mm-hmm. We're going to be on, on you know, video and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Hell no. Nigga, mm-hmm. I'm talking about for the first 20 episodes, if, if so, niggas are still trying to figure out what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Every day, he's just like, yeah, you're lucky. We got to prepare for this week. And guess what? Mm-hmm. Saturday come, he's like, yeah, I don't know what we're doing tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Neither do I. Yeah. So look, I'm just... I'm just I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the radio guy, the right. tech guy and shit. I'm just like, oh, well, look, nigga, I'm just going to feed off of it. Right. Look, go, look, nigga, start, I'm going to help you. <laughs> and, 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 and the thing about it was it became its own kind of fan base. And then yeah. you ended up coming on a show, and then it was like, yo, it. I said, okay, we got something. Let's make this happen. Like, like whatever it is, whatever, God, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to perform over my life, just do it. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Girl. This motherfucker come back and was like, oh, by the way, I got this one. You was doing your shout shit. I was like, oh, I got this other song coming out. It might be on the album. It's called Waves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got exclusive. Listen, I'll never forget you that. You got the exclusive. Yeah, because nobody had bought it. I'm like, the fuck? That's a fact. He was like, you know what? I'm going to give y'all no more hurt. I'm going to give y'all an exclusive lesson. I'm like, we're in my apartment. Like, y'all hear that? No other show, no other podcast that's can say fact. that they got that. I got that exclusive. That's a I said, fact. I said, I yeah. I said, wait a minute, nigga, I'm on the wave. Fuck. Nigga, that was my catchphrase for a while. I said, I'm like, oh shit, nigga, I'm on the wave. I'm on the wave. Like, yo, it was on <laughs> that shit. That's one of the fan favorites, too. It is, it is. Now, speaking of which, mm-hmm. take me through the process of that video and let's talk about the uh, the Huey P. Newton portion of the video. Wow. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome. Who do this motherfucking research? Uh, nigga! Nigga! Fuck! Fuck you mean! Like, I am! So, shout out Iconic Visions. Mm-hmm. Yep. He also shot Lotus, but we'll get to that. Wait, and that's um, on the list. So, I think, how did I come across him? I don't, I, I forgot how I came across him. I, for the life uh, of me, yeah. I can't remember. I feel like it was Instagram, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure. He did the Wish and Granite joint. But I saw, um, <laughs> I forgot how I came across him, but I let him hear the record and I kind of like gave him some loose ideas. Mm-hmm. Wave was the first time that I actually incorporated, like worked together with the director on my ideas. Right. So believe it or not, Mace, who's Iconic Visions, came up with a lot of the ideas around mm-hmm. Wade. Mm-hmm. So, like, that Huey P. P. Newton um, reference was his idea. I love that which reference. Which was crazy. And what's yeah. crazy is we were supposed to shoot that video outside somewhere. And some things happened. Shit happened. So we actually wound up shooting it at Micah. Because he's, like, he's actually, like, a film director. Master. Right. He got his, has a master's in, like, film. Mm-hmm. So he, um... He's like, well, listen, I have a, access to the studio at Micah's. Let's go. It was a big, beautiful space. Mm-hmm. Like, green screen, all types of extra shit. It was, like, one of the dopest experiences I had at mm-hmm. that point. Mm-hmm. Motives came, mm-hmm. and then that was a whole nother movie. But right. at that point, that was, like, the dopest shit I had seen. Exactly. The lights, everything was crazy. And I think so, that, that, um, that's that how also... That came about. I think that the, the Huey P. Newton part yeah. um, really pulls to your aesthetic. Absolutely. It definitely pulls to your aesthetic. And the funny thing about it is it's only, mm-hmm. it's only been, especially for 2018, it's only been really two mm-hmm. 
Huey P. Newton shots, which has been yours mm-hmm. and Black Panther. Yeah. Other than that, that's been like that's been my my focus. Yes. Like, you and know, that was a dope shot. That's was. one of my favorite shots of the video. It was, and it's, it came yeah. it came up about I want to say maybe two or three times within the video. Yeah, it did. So it, it definitely is one of yes. my favorites. Then, so if we talk about our lineage, our lineage then went to me being on a small tour with you. Yes. Within that time frame. Yes. And that was Monty's idea. Yes. It was like, you know, we had, fun too. we had a good time. We, we did time. Um, Free Mind, Free up. People. Yes. Out front of um, Wind Ups or right near Wind Ups. Well, yep. mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. We did a few dates on the Mayor's Summer Block Party Tour. We did we that. Were on the, um, Catherine Pugh does the, you know, whole Summer Block Party exactly. Tour for the youth. Exactly. So Troy hit a couple of them dates with me. Mm hmm. And it was love. Like, was that last summer? That was last summer. We was having so much fun with that shit. That shit was fun as fuck. Like, yeah. we had a good time. Yeah. And then, um, in the midst of that, you also ended up doing the process video. Yeah. So, talk about the process video, because the process video was awesome. So, the process video came about after I had entered a contest, a showcase contest, to win a distribution deal with Chris Gotti and Adventure. So, once I won the deal, that same night that I won... Is the same night that he got like 15, 20 niggas in the studio. Exactly. And he was putting together a compilation album. And what he was doing, every city that he went to, he was getting the artists in the studio and having everybody like lay a verse. Right. And mm-hmm. the top three verses would make his album. Right. Exactly. So I was the only female in a studio with like 15, 20 niggas. Yep. Dex Diamond was in the building. He was um, the marketing guy for Murder, Inc., but now he's doing marketing for Adventures. Mm-hmm. Um, Gambino was there, who's, who's the homie. Shout out Gambino. He's Safari's manager now, mm-hmm. um, but he's real connected. Dope guy, though, does producing and writing and all types of shit. So right. all these people in the studio, Ja Rule's... Um, Road manager came through. Mm-hmm. Boogie Bird, shout out Boogie Bird, um, signed to Murder Inc. He was in the building. So it was like 15, 20 artists was the only female. We yep. was in the studio till like 4 or 5 in the morning. Every artist laid a 12. Right. He was like, the top three 12s is going to make my album. So, you know, I was like one of the last people to go mm-hmm. that night. Tired of shit. But once it was my time to get in the studio, mm-hmm. I got in there and did my thing. Got a call. Gambino was like the point of contact at that point. Um, it wasn't a call. It was a text message, actually. He was like, I got some good news. You made the cut for the album. That was one of the best texts I ever got in my life at that point in right. my career. Because I was like, bro, I just made Chris Gotti's Independence album. Like, that's a big thing. You feel me? So that's how that came about. And then, so after he... You know, deciding who he wanted on that record. He literally hit us, I want to say within weeks, and was like, I'm coming back to Baltimore. We're going to shoot the video for this. Mm-hmm. So, at the time, what was crazy is when he wanted to shoot the video, I was actually in Dallas. Dallas. Yes, I remember I that. I remember that. At Indy Ellum at RGB in Dallas. RBC. Oh, sorry. My bad. R- RBC in uh-huh. Dallas um, in Deep Ellum. So, they called me like, yo, we're in Baltimore. We want to shoot the video this weekend. I said, shit, I'm in Dallas. Damn. Listen, let me tell you how dope they are. He said, when you get back, I said, I come back Sunday. He said, we'll make it a two-day shoot, so we make sure we get you on Sunday. 
So they started the video on Saturday with EJ and Xander with right, right. their parts mm -hmm. and extended it to two days to make sure they got me when I came back. Mm -hmm. It was like that. We didn't do that. We didn't do And so, so you literally touched down that day because you told me to come through. Yeah. And you literally touched down that day and was like, and I just got off the plane. From the airport to the set. Airport set. to the right. set. Straight to the set. Straight to the set. Straight to the set. That's real. All this shit, nigga. Get y'all, all you niggas, step your Get fucking face. Get your motherfucking shit out. Fuck my own, but y'all niggas up this bitch. This motherfucker. Now, motherfucker said, oh, bitch, I'm touching down. I'm doing motherfucking yeah. videos. Let, Let me get know. my shit together. And I'm going back in the fucking studio the same night. Fuck you mean. Yeah, that's and I called my kids same people. I said, listen. I'm gonna be on set with Chris and team. Y'all right. come out. Right. You showed up. I think you had a DJ. You might have been telling me something right. else going on. Mm -hmm. Which is cool, I understand. But um, yeah, you know, y'all know worry. anything I'm doing, Next I invite y'all. Yes. yes. I mean that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Even, even yes. out there, like, I mean that bitch. Y'all are invited and vice versa. Stuff come going on up here. I'm gonna be back to be involved okay, in that. Exactly but that's basically how yeah. that whole process video literally came together. They was like, "We not, we'll we'll be here Sunday. We'll yeah. make sure we make it a two day thing." Oh shit! Yeah, we like, "Yo, we this she fucking this is up." made us come up with the concept. Yes, he did. Like, we actually, all the artists chose the beat. And the location. Honestly, I would have chose a more hype beat, mm -hmm. but I feel like everybody kind of wanted to talk about something because at the time, like, Freddie Gray had kind of just happened. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, right. you know, Baltimore was making the headlines for kind of being a hurt city. Mm -hmm. So I think everybody was kind of in that place mentally, and we kind of went the process route. But mm -hmm. it was all types of beats that they played for us to choose from. Right. But the majority was on that vibe. So, um... But yeah, it was super dope, super love, and I mean, I was just blessed to be on the project, and that changed everything. Like, if y'all, I know y'all been following me, but linking up with Chris, winning that distribution deal, changed your life. Changed everything for me. Yeah. It it literally changed everything. Y'all don't know. Y'all don't know. I'm in the background. Okay, so okay, so you look at the one shot where they in the city of the God shit. I got a black hat on them, like yeah. in the side. And then they got one shot where they on a, on, on a mural. Now I'm in the side. I'm like on Chris, yes, like sir. left shoulder. Everybody I'm not, was I'm, not, I'm not all the way in it. You don't see it. But <laughs> I'm there. Trust me. I yeah. promise y'all I'm there. I promise y'all. And shout out to Boogie Bird, um, Murder Inc. Records. He produced that process record. So right. he was there in the studio that night. I would say almost the whole night. Um, so yeah, that, that was super lit. So yeah, the process situation was awesome yeah. and amazing. But then all of a sudden I'm like, hey girl, where you going next? Ah, I had to go to ATL because I got a new shit that I got to shoot called Motives. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? I, I'm definitely going to let you hear what that record sounds like beforehand, yes. but I definitely have to make sure that I shoot Motives. So you go to ATL. Mm -hmm. Motives has C-Biz with his hands all over all it. All over This muscle bound light skin nigga, you feel me? Oh, you feel me? All my friends lust over my producer. I said, I know he look good. All of them. Y'all got to tell all me. All of them. Like, nigga, nigga, he got a ponytail or whatever. Like, that nigga he real. Got his size. <laughs> he's he's no, business. I'm telling you, when I get when we get this popping, we're definitely gonna have our producer segment and Biz yes. has to be a part of it. Because yes. Biz made me come out to Middle River. You know, no, we're, we're gonna do it. I promise you this is gonna happen. Uh -huh. Because Biz had me come out to Middle River and it was for a great ass reason. Yes. But 
You also had Ron Dreams on it. And Ron, yes. Ron was there at 19, right? Like, was he there? Was, I think he was. The night listening of, party? Yeah, listening party. Yeah, he was there of the night of listening party. So much connections that night. Yo, let me tell you. That motherfucking listening party meant everything to me. Number one, I met Biz. I met Ron. I met Fizzle. I met Kalada. Yes. And Kalada was the one, if y'all listen to any of your episodes, Kalada curved the shit out of me that before that night. Yeah. You feel me? Because I, I was like, to that episode. Right, so I, was like, Yo, I really want to go. And you know what I'm saying? I see this girl. She's fucking hot. She's hey, singing yo. and shit. Yeah, she had curved the shit out of me prior to that. And then I'm like, hey, Kalada, you know, my name mm-hmm. Troy. I'm, my, uh, alias aka Young Smooth like I, I, I have a kickstand podcast stand mm-hmm. the third. she was like oh you is real I'm like bitch that's how my show will get you fucked up it will but she, when I tell shut you up. she was curving niggas for no, all time I, I, like I only hit Kalada and uh, what, what, what did we go to was it for, it was for your listening party actually yes, yeah. it was for that first Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, um, I hear her after that, because she was like, you know, remember after that, we sat in the studio all fucking night listening to shit. Right. We did. So I sent her some shit, and she was like, uh, well, no, she hit me. Well, I, I was like, no. I hit, I was like, y'all need to hit Kalada, because Kalada did say, she was mm-hmm. anal about it, too. She was like, mm-hmm. nigga, make sure you hit me, mm-hmm. because I need some of that beats. Like, you got some fire and shit. So I hit her mm-hmm. in the DM on Instagram. I, I have her number time, so I hit her on Instagram. And she was like, mm-hmm. it took like two days, right? Mm-hmm. The, the second day come, I was DJing a party and I got a, a message, a random message. I'm like, who the fuck is Kalada pin? And I was like, oh, Kalada. She was like, nigga, I had to filter the shit out these messages to get to this. She's like, okay, I know who you are, Alvin. Like, yeah, good genius. Like, she no. didn't even know who I no. was. Especially once you played the beats, I think that was like, because she's real big on that. that um, Yo, I love her music. I love her beats. Her beats, like, they really have, and some of the ones you played kind of had that, I don't want to say club, but like a, a fusion of like a lot of things going on. And she's into that whole vibe. And I knew when she heard your shit, like, as you heard it, heard it, she was going to be fucking with a lot of that shit. So I think that was just super dope um, how, how y'all can make that connection. But niggas put me in that producer showcase, it was a wrap. Yes. Kalada literally texted my phone. Yes. She was she sent me the flyer. Troy already put me D. I just mm-hmm. didn't tell her. Yeah. Troy put me D already. I was like, y'all gotta get into this shit. Yeah. Next thing you know, guess what? Exactly. I got a text message from Kalada. Yeah. Um, nigga, I got you a ten minute slot. Put your piece together. Make it make sense. Like she gave me the whole world down. Like, yeah. Do this. Do this. Do this. Do this. Do this. Do this. Yo, when I tell you that shit was dope. When I tell you the confusion on niggas' faces, me and Troy in the car, I'm like, yo, niggas don't know what they about to run. They didn't know. They did not know. They did not know. Niggas did not know, Shorty. I knew exactly what I was doing. She was like, yeah, make it make sense. Really? Yeah. Troy, like, you get your shit done. Get your shit done. I'm like, I literally called you like every day. Like, are you done? Are you good? Are you good? Are you good? Nigga, I put it on two flash drives on my keychain. I know that's just in case. Just in case. It was a dope event, though. It definitely was. My boy, Jenny. And I was very. That's my guy. That's my guy. What's up, Cookie? We like when I showed up because you know, remember Trez? Um, Trez did a um a a beat battle actually, not performing that. Okay. I did the beat battle for real Uh with them, and next thing you know, Jente see me there. Uh, He's like, soon I walk in, he's like. He was like, yo. Which, by the way, Jente has been on the show. Yeah. Okay. He was. They was on the show, too. He was like, yo, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. You know <laughs> who I'm here, nigga. <laughs> no. This is a sign of That's weapon right here. No, when I tell you, it's, it's, it's crazy. Real shit, a, yo, a weapon of an arsenal. 
Real shit, yeah. Now, speaking of Kalada, because <laughs> it was a video. Shout out to Oh, shout out to Kalada, Jesus. Please, amazing. Huh. Please don't lose your focus. Uh huh. Oh, it's so much at home. Let's see. Let's see. Let's So basically, the motherfucking Lotus. So first of all, let's be clear. Let's be clear. That's my crush. I got a motherfucker. I admit it. I admit it. It's on IG, so fuck that. When she did her when she did her beat her her, her showcase, I was like, she's oh, awesome. no, I mean yeah, this still the deal. This still the deal. Wait, what? Shit. Kalana can steal a nigga's soul. Let me tell you why. Uh, oh shit. Because she is multifaceted. And multi-talented. Shout out to Kalana. Shout out Kalana. I feel like I'm giving her more clout than my damn self on my own motherfucking interview. You know me, nigga. Yes. You ain't shot. No, what's some real shit. Yeah. Um, When we first... CBiz was responsible for it. CBiz was responsible for this For putting her on the record. Because, like I said earlier, like I knew her, but I didn't know know her, and I didn't know she was really into music. He said I had the perfect person, basically. But when we first chilled, chilled, and she invited me to the studio, on God, she would put instrumentals on and sing to him. She did that for like 30, 30, 45 minutes. Yes. And I was just sitting. It was just me and her. She put on it, and all all the instrumentals she put on, she produced. She would put the record on and yeah. sing yeah. live, and I'm just sitting in the back like, like yo, what the fuck? What the fuck is happening? Like, right, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what niggas look at me. Like, <laughs> I, I, I would play thirty instrumentals and freestyle all of this. Yeah. Niggas like, nigga, you just you don't rap. No, she's she's, <laughs> she's definitely a gem. Shout out, Kalani. Yeah. So yeah. here's the thing. So when yeah. that collaboration came about, um, yeah. the first night that I ended up seeing or hearing about it, because yeah. all right, so here's how this goes. So I shoot my shot because you were my guest. We had other guests before, and I was like, Let, "We need to branch out." Mm-hmm. So Kalana stuff just happens to start coming on my Instagram feed, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. I don't know who mm-hmm. was part of it, and I'm like, "Let me holla at this girl. She's from wait a minute. She's from Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. She in this city. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. This shit dope." And the first song I heard was "Stupid." So I'm like, the I'm crazy, crazy record. And I was like, I'm like, yo, we got I was like, we gotta have her on the show. Yeah, you're this girl that provided the show. You saw Fennel's That stupid record is nice. retarded. Retarded. It's so fucking, it's, it's crazy. shit is hot. Yeah. So I'm sitting in this bitch and I'm like, all right, I hit I'm like, yo, hey, by the way, my name's Troy. Or actually, I'm Young Smooth. This mm-hmm. is old Beats. And we've been sitting in here and we're trying to, you know, we really want to see if we can get you on the show. This day in the third. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kalada says nothing. Radio fucking silence mm-hmm. from Kalada. Mm-hmm. Nothing. So you call me and you like, hey, you know, I'm having a pre kind of listening get together thing because that's how that's how exactly how you say it. <laughs> 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 like, so I just wanted to see, 
you know, it's in Middle River, love. I just want to see if you was available yes. or you were Albert. And you weren't at the time because you had the DJ. Mm-hmm. So I go and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to go ahead and mm-hmm. go. Because I was like, you know what? I need to step out of my box. I, I planned mm-hmm. the show to step out of my boundaries. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I get there, me and you chilling. Mm-hmm. I meet Fizzle for the first time. Mm-hmm. I meet C Biz for the first time, mm-hmm. and everybody's showing me love and everything mm-hmm. else. And I'm like, I'm like the ultimate critic in that bitch. I'm like, hey, by the way, I like this song. Yeah. And there was maybe one song That's I think you I didn't like. add. Yeah. I think it was maybe one or two songs that you didn't add, and I was like, uh, it's like three. It was three. It was three. And I had only invited people whose opinion I respected. Like and everybody I in that Thank room. You. I respected their opinion. Like, mm-hmm. that was like the listening party before the listening party. Right, right. Because exactly. I was kind of trying to narrow down what's going to go on the album. And at the time, I was going to make it an EP. Yes, instead of an album. And it was right. only going to be seven records. Right. So they didn't even know, I didn't even know that it would be a 10 record album mm-hmm. once I was done. And guess what? It became it that. <laughs> it became so that. super dope. So all of a sudden, this beautiful. Tall goddess coming out of nowhere. She's not so good. You found me, you found me. And I came floating in the door. You know what I'm saying? Like she came in. You know what I'm saying? She came in like Gina or Martin. That time they were standing in the door. Things go for tax purposes. <laughs> you feel me? But yeah, uh, do you ever perform? I did. I did. I forgot the song. Me too. I forgot the song. <laughs> it's okay. It's been a minute. It's fine. But you was jamming. Thank you. And then I performed. Mm-hmm. And shout out the hood. I ain't talked the hood in a while. Yeah. But that's still my manhood. If hood, so if you listening, you still my man. Okay. But okay. you know, what I mean, I ain't talked the hood in a while. Hood was giving. What was the uh, the blazing stage? Blazing stage. Blazing stage. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, those those was the good old days. Yeah. And those old days wasn't but so long ago. Yeah, so, it wasn't. Time flies. Time is flying. Um, but then I, I remember seeing you and realizing that your your, your crap was dope. Yeah. And then your cousin hit me on Facebook and was like, "Yo, that's my cousin that you next to." I'm like, "For real?" Yeah. And then I hit you and I'm like, "Yo, like, that's your cousin." Like, like hell yeah. Like yeah. That's so crazy, it just yeah. it had always been like this this good connection. Shout out to Yeah Yeah too. Yo, she's so dope. She's a fool. She's I love so her. dope. Just an amazing person. Um, so, 
right now, what are you working on? Like, what's your, what's your big thing? Because I know right. you, you're a hip-hop god in my eyes. I'm yeah. just saying. I, I know right now how that goes. I appreciate that. But mm-hmm. right now, like, I, I have a project. It's done. Mm-hmm. It's it been done. Okay. I'm just waiting for the right time to drop it. Okay. It's called Doc Reloaded. Okay. I took a break. My last project was Doc. Mm-hmm. Now I'm introducing you to this phase of my life. Gotcha. So it's Doc Reloaded. Gotcha. It's done. I got 10 solid songs. Yeah. And my, my brother right here, QG, always tell me, like, bro, when you going to drop it? When right. you going to drop it? Real right. shit. And i just been holding on. Like, mm-hmm. I got some bangers. Right. I got some bangers. i just been waiting for the right time, though. And um, tell those for those shit. that don't know what Doc stands for. Because when I found out what it stands for, yeah. I'm like... It's great. I think there's a, such a double entendre behind it because what we think yeah. DOC stands for, it stands for something completely different. Right. Yeah. DOC stands for uh, Definition of Creativity. Right. Yeah. Right. When I saw it on the shirts the first time, I said, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Right. I was like, um, trying to turn that around. You know what I mean? Right. That stigma of what DOC yeah. stands for. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And I want, I want people to know, like, you know, I'm creative. Like, I'm not just your, your average rapper. I'm right. an artist at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Yes. I sat there. I'm able to paint stories. Right. You know what I mean? Also tell my life through my music. Mm-hmm. So There's a difference between a rapper and an artist. Yeah, I agree big, with difference. Big, difference. big difference. There are niggas that rap and there are real artists. Yeah. Same yeah. thing with me. I'm a producer, so... Yeah. It's a difference between a nigga who make beats yeah. and a producer. Yeah, show sure up. I'm a Dr. Dre nigga. Yeah, show sure up. They just got a nigga who just yeah, just throw some shit I together. Throw throw some some together. I'm a I'll oh whoosh, they didn't want me to start. You speak with So who are your <laughs> biggest influences in the game, or in, just in general? Just in general, uh, Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody loves that. Yeah, Nas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Kevin Gates. Yeah. My brother here, QG. Uh-huh. My brother, uh, Uptown Trigger. <laughs> you know, my Billboard family, like, really, like, I sat back and I inspire myself, and these guys inspire me also. Right. You know what I mean? Because I hear some history, I'm like, yo, where the fuck was my brain at? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we basically be picking back and off each other. Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, but definitely, like, Fuzz in the industry, like, right now is definitely Kevin Gates. Because it, coming from a place, like, that he's coming, that he come from, which is almost like the same place that we come from. That we come from, right? Is a lot of relatable things I can relate to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. certain things that a, a person who never been through certain situations they'll never understand it. That's true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's deep. You feel exactly. me? Exactly. Exactly. So, um, where did the the new Behelop world come from? Oh, it it. it it's been there. Right. It, it, it just took some time for us to bring it together. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, we all grown up the same block. Like, the actually, And it's so crazy that it's so many talented individuals from the same block. Yeah. Right. Same small block. And when we was coming up, we was just playing basketball. You know what I mean? Chilling. Like, you know, definitely chasing the girls around. <laughs> right. You know, shout, sh- out, to shout out to y'all. <laughs> you know, hide and go seek. Y'all know what's up. You know it. But, um... Yeah, and we just, you know, we we already had a bond from, from kids, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So now in our adult life, and as far as what we're trying to do musically, you know what I mean? And, right. and fashion, we did, you know. Yeah. I, I we, saw, I was like, we, well, I look. Yeah, we got some things. I don't know if you want to send a nigga a hat, you want to show off, you know what I'm saying? I take my merch seriously, you know what I'm saying? We got y'all. Okay, I take my merch seriously. We got y'all. All the merch. So we've just been, you know, bringing all bands I got and shit. Yeah, we just been bringing it all together and trying to create something great, you know what I mean? And still still staying ourselves at the end of the day. Exactly. You know what I mean? So what's the biggest message that you want to bring into your music and have people understand? 
whenever we decide to get this remote. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I want people to understand that, um, you know, it's life. You're supposed to live your life. Mm -hmm. And just because you're going through something at, at this particular time doesn't mean that, you know, um, later on down the line you'll be in the same situation. Just exactly. to always believe in yourself. And, and no matter you, what situation you in, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. it's always room for a pyramid. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so outside of music, what what inspires you? What makes you motivated to like you got these ten you got these ten dope songs yeah. that you, you holding on to, but what motivates you to continue to write and then continue to create? It's it's just something that I can't like I tried, like honestly. You I, know I know. I try I tried to actually say, you know what, I'm done with this. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna do this. But it's something I can't stop doing. Right. Like every day I'm writing something. If it's a bar, if it's a hook, if it's you know what I mean? Like right. I'm writing something. Mm -hmm. But the thing that inspired me is my family and, and everybody around me, like my, my closest people around me. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. and just my situations, like I just wanna I wanna be that person. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we all don't have, you know, was always fortunate with the people in the family who had. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? I know. So I want to be that person to, to break that. Right. And say, look, I got y'all. You're my family. I got y'all. Right. You don't got to worry about nothing. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Exactly. So this, this my situation and my upbringing, it, it just motivates me to continue with the music. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so... Do you feel as though the the Baltimore scene has changed? It 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 changed a lot. Yeah, it it changed a lot. Um, to me, it's more. It, it's it's starting to sound like everywhere else. Honestly, to true, me. true, true. You know what I mean? I believe that. I feel like most of all the artists want to be game bangers and 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 everything else and shooters and you know, but. At the same time, I can't really shame them mm -hmm. because it's their reality. Mm -hmm. And yeah. we from here. And we, we from know. here. So, <laughs> we, so, right. we, so we know what it yeah. is. You know what I mean? But, right. you know, for the most part, like, I believe, like, we, we definitely making making a run in it follows the industry-wise. Sure. Like, everybody know that, you know, it's some type of Baltimore artist that's hot throughout the world. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I'm going to tell you who I really listen to. Well, I, I listen to some of our songs, but she's dope as fuck. Your home girl. <laughs> Nephi. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She's a problem. Yeah. 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 She's yeah. a fucking problem. We did like she... a uh, freestyle conversation a while ago. Like, uh, funny enough, Raven and Jay Hill threw it. It was like uh, Charles Bill or something. Man, mm -hmm. right, we, we tied for first. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's yo. First of all, I, let me start off with, I know we were going through the whole interview process. Thank y'all for appreciating my craft and understanding what yeah. I do. Yeah. And oh, being able sure. to look at what I do and be like, I've never had anybody else come over and be like, oh, that I haven't talked to in a minute and be like, oh, by the way, yeah, I remember when you did this or yeah, yeah, I know you, you know, I know that you rock with this person. Like, for y'all that know that, that means that we doing something special. It wasn't like, like, like we doing this for such a time. Oh, Maxine, I get up in the morning and let, let's stop this. You can create throughout all of that. Like, I literally have a basement where I go and I can create and be like, look, this is what we do. We did it. This, you know, this is how we do it. We did it. We did it. Exactly. And he's like, all right, look, Max here upstairs. Let's move to the basement. Finish the, oh, yeah, the basement. Yeah. All right, cool. We done. Nigga, continue writing. I'm going on this. Like, that's oh, how, yeah, that, is, that is what it's about. Right. Know? But, you know, you, you can't get there without the humble days of 
Other than us. Not yeah, having not that. Exactly. I'm like, not having like, that luxury. Hold on. Hold on. Like, three, yeah, yeah. two, uh, one. <laughs> like, somebody else, me coming from smoking. Like, yo, you are, yes! <laughs> like, nigga, you, you just go, you just come in while I'm trying to put this ball. Just for the G shit. Just for the G right shit. I never ever said this before, but you tell me where I get it from, it's from KK. <laughs> I get this whole the three, three two, two yes I already knew that I already knew that I didn't even you talking about, you talking about uh, a nigga that recorded with this nigga for like eight nine years prior I didn't hear y'all doing this I'm like all right, all right who about to record today oh shit can't really record all right you hit KK like this all right three he already here on the top line. look KK no, already talking look KK look KK already talking KK already talking low so it's like. They're like, all right, Alan, look, guy. So you're cooling all up. So look, KK already talked low, so it's like, all right, look, oh, all right, can't record a vote. Can't, can't record a verse real quick. Can you look like this? Can you look around first? You like this? Look at niggas first. He's like, all right. Ready? Niggas quiet? All right. He like this? All right. Three, two. <laughs> That's exactly how it is. Yeah. <laughs> no. But wait a minute, I love, I love him. I love him as a producer. Because he's like, he's like, three. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You start every time. Every time. I haven't done it in a while. Though. I'll give you that. He hasn't done it in a while. But you haven't done it in a while. He hasn't done it in a while. I was using the hardest recording. Right. I used to always tell him like, "Yo, just hit the button, yo." I had to count down. You imagine? I mean, like, "Yo, hit the button." I'll be in New York time. Like, like, come on, son, hit the button, son. Come on, B. That ass. I gotta get. I gotta get this project out here, B. Dead ass, like I'm, I'm, I'm dead ass with you niggas. Like fuck out of here, done. I gotta get this project done, B. You know I mean? Exactly. Like, like done, like done. Like yo, I'm tired. I'm tired of these niggas, done. I need, I'm sending me, I need all these bars. You know what I mean? Nigga, I got, I got like 42 chambers out this bitch. You feel me? You know what I'm saying fuck the 36, nigga. I'm out here. You know what I'm saying Brooklyn all day. You know what I'm saying BK Brooklyn, stand up. You already know what it is. Fuck out of here, done. Yo, Kev, talk the most shit. I'm the niggas keeping up. Kev talk the most shit on every song. Every Yo, song. every time. Every song. Every song. Every he talk song. shit. Every he talk picking up. He talk shit. He Yo, say something on line, and you be like, what the fuck is this nigga saying? <laughs> Hold on, wait, wait, run that back, yo. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> run that back. Every time. What do you say? What do you say? Run that back again. How about this? And he be like, yeah, nigga, the water ain't as blue as you think it is. I know! Oh my god! You know me talking to me like Nigga like, wait! Nigga, wait, hold no. on! <laughs> Y'all know how we used to have those sessions and the sessions would be fancy oh shit. We get through we would get through everybody. No, listen, listen, we would get through everybody. We would get through Aaron ass and you know it'd be it'd be real. Sarah Sarah. We get through everybody. Me, call me and Carlos spitting these balls. We noticed that in the third. This nigga here. The guy some shit. You know what I'm like like the, o- the ocean under. Do y'all niggas wonder? I wonder for his wife! He went like, oh, I'm just. Nigga, the, the ocean is red. I don't even know what he's talking about. <laughs> Got balls for days on my banana flow. Ain't shit like, what the fuck? <laughs> Okay, all right, bro. Look, bro. But I love it. it. I love you it. I said, unlocked the key to life. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, you felt on every goddamn level. Yo, every man. goddamn level. <laughs> Nigga, I'm, telling you, I'm telling you. Nigga, we should leave school. Oh we should leave school. Smoke right. like two blunts. Go in the house. 
And guess what? <laughs> Kevin walked to the fucking CD CD players. Y'all know about this shit. CD players. CD players. CD players. <laughs> nigga, Kat, nigga, me and Kevin smoked up. We should sit outside. Remember, we sat on the fucking ledges by the uh, fucking barn. Uh, like this. Someone just looked at life. He's like, all right. You ready? You ready? All right, let's go. We're going to the house. So another blunt. We sitting down. We're like, yeah, Kev like this. I remember that shit. He's like, yeah, I got the shit you got here, yo. I don't know. You know who Kid Cudi is, yo? He's like, yeah, I skate, yo. No. No, have you heard this album? I was like, Kid Cudi has an album? He's like, yeah, yo, you gotta hear this shit. Yo, it's fucking fire. Yo, just sit right there, yo. I got you. Yo, this nigga throw Man on the Moon on. Uh, bruh. He was like, yo, look, I will let you just hear it from start to finish. I'm gonna play one song, and then we just gonna switch from there. My nigga, he played higher. Yo, me and Kevin literally sitting there just like this, just like. The song is playing. Higher is playing. Higher is playing. And Kev is sitting there like this, like vibing out. I was sitting here like this. The Man on the Moon album just came out. Yes. It was fresh. That was a good one, right? Yo, I'm sitting here literally just looking around like this, like, yo. It's everything. Beautiful sounds. I'm gonna sit here looking around like, yo. What did you guys listen to? That shit was so fire. I'm like, yo, can you run that back again, yo? He plays it again. <laughs> Next thing you know, we made it a ritual. Now we just linking yeah, up, smoking up one, and, and listening to higher. With Junie like, too. Junie too. Junie. Yeah, Junie came with us too. Yep. Now Junie listens to it. Now we all listen to the fucking That's higher. Like song, like. We just high, listen to higher. And then we think he's sitting there like, yo, this shit is fucking crap. Like, oh. we listen, we're looking at each other so in I'm the back. eyes. I'm back with real questions. I had thick fists. I'm back. Yo, what's good? <laughs> okay. So. Are we recording? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, you mean you mean your your laughter spill over there? Yeah, absolutely. You know, We're in that's there. That's crazy. I've been talking for real this whole time. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think <laughs> I think one of the things about us is that we get a level of energy from people. That's raw. That's so weird. It's so raw. It's so weird. script over this yeah. bitch. Anybody right. like the dudes that live like you, you come across some good people. Right. Like yeah. when I moved to LA, I had the pleasure of meeting one of the dudes that do a lot of the effects for gore movie, horror movies. And stuff like that. Mm-hmm. His favorite game is uh, Vendetta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when he met me, he like fan, like yo, you know, he fan, yo, yeah. you know what I mean. <laughs> but the thing is, like, he makes these jewelry, like he makes a lot of the monsters. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. So it's like I'm a big fan of him, right? But it's it's like damn, you're yeah. really a fan, fan of me. Right. You know what I exactly. mean? So like, speaking of which, let's go into Vendetta though, because yeah. that's that's huge. Oh, so at, the, at that time, yeah. Def Jam is 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 knocked down your door. You on there? You were on there musically too, because yeah, I, I was on my music was on the first Vendetta. Right. I mean, first yeah, first Def Jam Vendetta. Mm-hmm. Then on the, the second one, the fight I for New York. Came up, yeah, yeah, a character. Yeah. Because the first one I was um I had the press start menu. Right. As far as the music, mm-hmm. and then the other one they used my music for the um promotion of the game for commercials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, yeah, they, I was a. Character in there with a little uh, password, you can unlock me and stuff like yeah, that. I remember that. But um, it came about. I remember they was talking about it. Um, when I went to go do it, because I was still a child, so they wasn't like, like they were still like surprising. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I'm a child. So I'm, you know, what I mean, I I pay, get my head done, do all this, get the outfit, 
Because I'm wearing on game. I'm going to wear this on the game. You feel me? I still don't know that. That's funny. You know what I mean? So I'm going to be driving in New York. I got my outfit all hanging up on the side window. You know what I mean? I'm wearing this on the game, yo. I get all the way up there. And we doing like stuff. We at the Hit Factory. And I'm outside smoking. And I happened to be smoking with a white dude. But come to find out he was the guy from EA Sports that makes... How you are as a character. Seriously. Yeah, so that's I'm so I so, know how you be getting put in Yeah, like so we smoke I'll be smoking and he's just start, you know, asking me questions, how I want my finishing move, how would you like to have a finish move? I was like, man, I already know what I'm gonna tell him. I want my finish move like this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. Then I went in there, did the voiceovers and the read joints, and I'm like thinking they gonna um all right, we're the part where I, you know, cause I'm thinking I gotta put wires and shit on. Man, they just they lock, put you up against the wall. It's like getting locked up. You get put up against the wall. They take all these pictures of you. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, it's yeah. just like getting locked up, you know? For yeah. real. They put you against the wall, and they come up on you, and they take pictures of your face and your limbs and your feet your shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And it was over. So I'm like, so when we going? They're like, oh, no, we did that. When we took the picture, I'm like, yo, I'm not wearing this in the game, yo. Say, <laughs> <laughs> they take my head. Yo, I'll be honest, like, yo, when we, yo, that was, that game was like, like, cause I'm only 24, so like, got you, you know, when I was, when I, when that came out, bro, that was like, oh, you mad? Let's, and I had two brothers, so it was oh, like, man. oh, yeah. we got, we have a problem, we got, we angry, we ready for the game on, and we yeah. really ready for Ultimate fighting game. Yeah, it, was, really? it, was, it was this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, that was the, I'm driving to New York outfit. Like, that's not the fit. That's not the fit. the game, yo. I was mad. Who is he? Yo. That, that's yo. Yo. Yo, yeah, they, yeah. they did you dirty. Yeah, yeah. I did you dirty, yo. I'm, I'm talking about, I had an outfit. I, I was going like the hair swing. Yeah, yo, they they they. they did that's how I go, yo. Wow. Yeah, I wasn't ready at all. That's that's so that's so super dope. The the note that's a story that nobody would have. <laughs> no, you wouldn't think. You would think. Yeah, he just oh he went like that's how he gonna go. Yeah. And I'm like yo, no man. Yeah, hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? I'm sorry. It's, it's not funny, but it's fun. now. Like now, 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 now it's funny. Now, like, like, now you go like that's like you ain't crazy as shit, right? Yeah. Yo, and then the fucked up part about it is like you got Luda looking good with the chain. No, everybody, but, but, but no, that that's fucked up. They I wouldn't know that. Look, I, cause I they, but the same thing is they came through like that. I didn't know to come like that. Right. Because she was going to get I'm this thinking they're going to say, all right, get ready. Or, like, you know what I mean? I'm thinking it's like a wrestling match. All right, get right. ready. Like, like when I see Steve Francis and them come to the, they don't come in the hooping shorts. No, they don't. Like, you they got AirPods on and some more shit. Oh, like, my you feel me? They look like Damian Paralegals before they play the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now, I'm going to be very honest. Good. That is not Joe Button. I don't know who the fuck that was. Yo, he used to look like that back in the day. For real? Yeah, he, he used to always stay. I don't, it was, I don't know. It was something up with Joe. Oh, Lord, Joe. Come on. They were like fucking off of the, the Return of the Jedi and shit. Right. right. Biggity button, yo. Yeah. <laughs> real, yo. Pump, pump, Fight pump that dude up. over a fucking cigarette. <laughs> yeah, man. But um, so so, how did the Def Jam deal come about, though? Oh, oh um, I was actually, uh, I was, what happened was, me and a group here, I, I, in school, we had a little group I was involved in called Mission in Action. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the uh, artists from the group, he went and um, he was the one like acting as manager, so he was finding us these shows. Right. I had a show, we had a show, and if we won, we get to audition for the Rough Riders. What? 
So we did that. We rolled all the way up there just to meet the Rough Riders. They made us battle these other folks, including some of the Rough Riders. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, then they made us battle each other. Then they put us in a the line. They told us what they, you know, like, you need to cut it out, get your stuff together. Mm-hmm. You nice, but you ain't ready yet. You come back up here and talk to us next week about a deal. Mm-hmm. Yo, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, but that was the good old days. Yeah, that was the good old days. I got a ride back with I got a ride back with niggas, and I'm in school with niggas. So it, it's crazy when you yeah. you know what they told everybody. You know, you know. And then like, and then you go back for a all deal. All the emotions is different. It's like, right. You know, niggas carrying you all. It was yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So it was like I went back for the deal, and that was the day that uh, D got into that accident on the T-Rex. Mm. So I'm like seeing like Eve and shit and them crying and there was not going to be a deal done that day. That day. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? No matter what like, you like, So uh, we, 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 we got back in the car, drove back to B-Moore and we just started shopping. And um, shopping for uh, my father and uh, my other person that was Agnes manager. Shopping for uh, management. Then we got with uh, Tracy Smith, Club Queen Record Pool. Mm. She was dealing with Case with and Case stuff with like at that. Case with the time, right. I yeah. remember, yeah. And, um, she was pushing the music to Kevin Kevin, Kevin said, Lyles. yeah. Kevin said I sounded like Freeway. He didn't really, he wasn't really feeling it at first. Yeah. But his, his, his. Although I, I definitely wouldn't say that now. Like, yeah, but I no, definitely wouldn't say that now. Well, yeah. I'm going through the change, though. Sure. I'm, for, I'm young, like. You, we were a fucking teenager. Yeah, right? we were going, yeah, you know what I mean. And um, Tony I mean, Austin, he was the oh, one. he heard Tony the sound was of the what the six o'clock club or the um yeah two o'clock the club. two o'clock club yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, he he was like, man, Kevin, I I see something with this kid. Mm-hmm. Let me go put some records together on him and bring him and, and come back mm-hmm. and that's what we did so we started I, I got a demo deal mm-hmm. like two songs into the demo deal it was like fuck that we, they sent me the real contract the oh, five shit. album contract that's so then then we started there and, um, I did that so young I had to redo sound when I was like 18 21 yeah mm-hmm. so it was um, you know that stuff. That's how it pretty much came about. Right. Tony put together some good records for me. I was already working with one of the producers that was signed to his production company, mm-hmm. Big Will. Shout out to Yo. And, um, I was buying beats from Yo. My parents was buying beats from him. Right. But uh, to for me to rap on. But you know they wasn't his like you know best joints and shit. So right. he had beats that I could get. Then he had the joints that he was sending off for Foxy Brown, LL, yeah. stuff right. like that. Right. You know, right. and Tony was like, Yo, what? You put him on these beats, right? You know what I mean. And right. finally, so I, and then that's that's pretty much how everything right. uh, came about. And then we just started rocking, rocking from there. So you know what I mean. I've been a, um, like I'm, I'm a, I come from a two parent household. You know right. what I mean. So a lot, which is, of time, which is always something that everybody feels is like that's so strange. But yeah. it happens. You'd be surprised how many rappers are educated. Like yeah, they come from two parent You know what I mean. So so not, a few not things that right. too. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Right. Just like oh, a few things that change. It, right. it come from yeah. It wasn't going for certain shit. Right. You know what I mean. So like you know, he's not doing all of this. What the fuck? Yeah, like for real. You know what I mean. And it was just like, it would be crazy because. They would, you know, be blocks and shit. And then, hey, yo, they look at like, you know, my mom. Well, you unemployed and you really down like that and you ain't got nothing but time, you be fucking the shit out of me, bro. You got the energy, bro. You got the power to people. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. When I was down and I ain't really had too much shit going on, I'm just. Because you got time. I'm just waiting for my phone to ring. I got to die. I got time to dog shit out of you. You feel me? Like, I got time to do that shit. I got time to I got time to day, cut. I got time today. I got time. Yesterday, I had time. Like, 
And like, at the yo. end of the day, you know, that, that's, yo, that's what it is. Penis is power, my nigga. Like, you know <laughs> so <laughs> let's go into that. Let's go into that. Do we, we, we honestly believe, women believe that pussy is power. Yeah. Is this a fact? Pussy is power to niggas who give it power. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Motherfucker like me, I'm not gonna give you shit for your fucking pussy. Because like, I'm giving you dick, so I'm feeling as though there's an equal exchange going on. And it might not even be equal because a lot of y'all don't even put in the work. At it's all. It's kind of there. No. So therefore, no, that's no. Called, I that's feel like my dick is a princess. So like, lay, you lay, you yeah. lay. Yo, if you just lay there, y'all, be get the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Be still. You either just bending over or you laying there. One oh or the other. And, and, and that's the case. About, the something about the just bending fight. over shit turns me all the way to fuck off. Yo, like, nah, like, I can't do that. So the head better be half y'all, fight. Half y'all can't suck dick. So, it's like, nah, so it's nigga, like yeah. you gotta have a skill. And what's even worse about it is like, it mostly be like, and it's what, slutty bitches the question, that really know how to give in. Right. They have sucked so many dicks. They just know what they doing. It's Yo, like, you gotta... Like, and at the end of the day, to a nigga like me, it's not really power. It is nope. like something that's... I'm not. I'm it's a liability. Kevin, Fuck you, man. That liability. shit is a liability. Yeah, Listen, at the end nah, of the day, nah. there are the same way a woman will nah. tell you, "Oh, if if you if one nigga won't do it, another nigga will." Well, if you won't fuck another bitch, will. Yeah. There are some right. bitches who, like, yo, there are some females right now that literally have shit going for themselves, but they don't want no relationship. They they have a job. And there's nothing nothing wrong with that. And they're comfortable. Like, look, I just want to find one person and just fuck them consistently. That's it. When I I have idle time and I got shit to do and I want some dick, I can just call them. They don't give a fuck about who you fucking. None of that shit. That's all they want to do. They have their whole life. (laughs) They exist. They They really exist. They really really exist. exist. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, Like, girl, pick how... How much power do you really think you have? Because like I could easily find. But then, but then it's like then it's like all right. So let's say the situation changes where that girl is getting dick from that one person, that one guy. Like yo, that's it. That's all. That's all I am. But then now this guy like, well, we not in a relationship. But now I don't fucking fell in love with sh- with Shorty, and I'm with somebody else. Now you got to start all the way over again. Get yo, you some new dick bro, mileage. Yo, they don't somebody care about that. Trial and error. You feel me? They At can. the end of the day, so, they, they, they can't. Look, man. Finding somebody to be with is trial and error. You did that trial, you got an error. That shit didn't work out, you go back to the drawing board. Yeah, it, sa- it sounds easier like, said than done. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, man. It sounds good. Believe you me. What I will say is this. Honestly, you want me to be honest with you? Most people cannot separate sex can, and, and love. What I'll say most is this. What well, I will say That's is this. Females can right. fuck regardless. They're women. Like, at the end of the Females day, can get dick regardless. There's yes. a nigga. There's always going to be a nigga that's going to want some ass. It's a lot of chicks out here that really got to try for the dick, though. Like, that shit. And that shit, like, it kind of. Like blew my mind because I used to always be like, man, even if a chick like butt fuck ugly, somebody gonna fuck. Somebody gonna like, somebody pussy. gonna fuck. Oh, that's pussy. And then fuck. Kinda, I gotta look at you. Like, me. yeah, but I really like come to like view. Like, I really come to like learn. Like, yo, some of them really gotta fucking try to get some. Dick. And they might not even be ugly. But you, you know what? It, it, they don't want you know, that. You know, annoying their personality. Annoying or like you just don't have a sex appeal. You might be yeah. a little cute, but. 
your ways is just kind of like I don't need. So a nigga off right. repulsive because a lot of the because keep it a buck like me personally a lot of t- like I could be a fucking slower out here but like a lot of like pussy I won't even go out of my way for you know right. what I'm saying. I and, that's, a, and that's all I got about a energy. little joint that's that all I like. I got a joint that I really fuck with like that like that you know to get my attention I give her. My attention, she gets my energy. I don't mm-hmm. go out of my way for it. But, like, a lot of... I'm not going out of my way to go fuck you. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, it's not even like, worth it. <laughs> and a lot of these chicks are that, are, are that chick that is just like, I'm not going out of my way to fuck you. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, right. and... They need to lower their standards or something. Then, like you know, what I'm saying? lower their standards. <laughs> I just well, like say that's not my view. That's the, the, no, I, I, I shouldn't even say. I shouldn't I'm say not that. My view. It's somebody just, for everybody. But there, like, there, I would say there. sit down and be humble. Bitch. I don't. Like, I don't nobody don't, want no fucking stuck up. That shit's very like. I think some females don't be understanding how unattractive that is. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't. I, I and guess what? There are niggas just like that. Mm-hmm. Pretty boy ass, sedity, bougie ass. I call them niggas. They they females to me too. Like yes, yeah. you feel me? Sadiddy ass, pretty boy niggas is like, bro. Like, calm down, cause there's literally some chicks. I've literally met some chicks who I put them in a in the space, cause I know niggas like that. Yeah, I put some of my pretty ass female homegirl, like yo, pretty ass females around certain niggas, and they like, yo, yeah, he cute as shit, but. That like is a whole clap. Oh, I don't want them. Like, they don't even care about how... And the, and the sad part about it is they probably like skin. I can't even... <laughs> I can't be a... Th- I literally sad, can't sorry, be a thirst ball. We no, was talking, hell, like, just, We was talking earlier about, like, yo, I told you I'm going to die because of pride. You feel me? Right, like, right, right. I'm going to die off my pride. But, yeah. like, it's just like, yo, because if I'm if I'm fuck dog shit out you, I'm like, I give... I don't know that I'm, like, intelligent. You feel me? I can give you some good convo. I'm going to motivate you. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever you want to do in life, let me tell you, go get that shit, girl. You got that shit. You can, you know what I'm saying? And if I know a way that I can help you do that shit, mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to set that shit up. That means that I look at myself as a motherfucking asset. Right. So, as that, so that being said, I am not going to go out of my fucking way for fucking liabilities and just wastes of time. Right. Unless, you know, unless that shit is like, you know. Tell the worst about that? Yeah. Because being that type, because I'm, I'm that type of guy too. Tell us even more fucked up. The day and age we are in, females are not used to hearing that type of shit. They, yo, yeah. you know how many females like, done actually like, gave me no rap because I spoke to them as if like, I actually gave a fuck. Mm. And it blows my mind every time. It's like, wow. Now did you actually check how their day is going? They not time is gonna ignore you or say who are you? Yeah. Like you know what? they don't even care. It's like yeah. there's no real gentleman no more. Right. Like it's, it's just, just I will I will say that I will say that money. Let me say this. You gotta show that you care, but you don't really give a. F- Let like, me say this. Me I will give this. you some advice, but no, if you don't want to take it, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the illest thing. I'm gonna say the that you'll ever really think of, and it's the biggest thing that I live in my life. We have lost the need to feel needed. If you are that independent and that strong, yep. you don't need me anymore, then you don't have the need to feel need. We don't have the need to feel needed. Right. If you don't need your man for shit or a man for shit, 
you, 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 right, right, right. You will always, you will always continuously repeat that cycle. I don't need nobody. I don't need nobody. If you feel as though you don't need, you don't need a female to do anything for you because you that prideful, you will always be in that situation of not having anyone. Sometimes you need to, you need to let somebody show that that vulnerability and say, hey, you know what? Shit, I need you. One of the parents are so prideful that it's like, y'all motherfuckers just can't, like, y'all mother, first of all, yo, I have a child with you, bitch, we gonna be married or that's your life. I ain't doing that co-parenting shit, ain't no, that's my baby father shit. Bitch, I'm your fiance or husband. Mm-hmm. That is my child. Or, or yeah, oh uh, yeah, that's ain't no baby for ain't no that's the father of my child shit either. Because right. I'm not gonna invest that much energy in you right. just to just to make a life out of you. Have we have a a, a life form mm-hmm. made between the both of us to not be together? To right. me to have to call you to see my fucking right. that, that shit you. is that shit it's is dead, dead nigga. You know, you know, but nowadays, that's sort of lost. Niggas don't be caring. Niggas just want to knock you up. Not, niggas knock a chick up just so she's like, yeah, she always going to be my And life that's girl. another thing. <laughs> that's my baby. That's another thing. Is, is, that, is that a new millennium situation? Because uh, uh, where's the pullout game? Why is y'all pullout game like this? Fuck is going on I have here? no idea. In these streets. Why is these niggas shooting up the club? I have spent my entire sexual career avoiding knocking somebody Nigga, up. pullout like, game I don't understand is that. Is in his prime like, strong, I, like, I learned early to strap up. Even when it started slipping up and we're going raw, dog, the pullout game was immaculate. Yeah, I have been doing pretty damn well, and guess what? If I fucked up, bet that I had like forty dollars in my pocket, forty fifty (laughs) dollars. I feel like if you don't have fifty dollars in your pocket, yeah. Outside on the steps of some vacant, selling valves to some vagrants, or masked up like I'm Vega, taking chances like Vegas. If your name buzzing like cicadas, learn your pattern like a cadence. If we come for it, don't play us. Gunpowder leave a fragrance. Used to be young, black, and dangerous with a gun strapped in a stainless. Desert Eagle with the Illuminati face. Wait, let me explain it. Triangle with the eye in the middle. Who wanna come down to get famous? You niggas been faking. I heard all the shit that you talk. Man, I swear y'all the lamest soul for niggas who boast. You claim you the GOAT. I'm a hungry Jamaican, my squad is the greatest, like God is the greatest, been chasing that money, my niggas been caking, so, I feel like LeBron, y'all speak on me wrong, y'all sound like Skip Bayless, but, that shit it don't phase us, just make it strong so we ball like the Lakers, yeah, all for that paper, wasn't no capping while going on capers, nah, I turn you to cash for that shot of your blast, and turn you to vapors, but, I don't pull no triggers, I know me some killers, they owe me a favor. They send you to hell, feed you a shell, no taco flavor. Build a world, build a world, build a world around me and my niggas. Yeah, 3,800 ways to get paid. 3,800 ways to get paid. Build a world, build a world, build a world around me and my niggas. Yeah, 3,800 ways to get paid. 38, 38, 38, 38. Build a world, build a world, build a world around me and my niggas. Yeah, 3,800 ways to get paid. 3,800 ways to get paid. Build a world, build a world, build a world around me and my niggas. Yeah, 3,800 ways to get paid. 
38, 38, 38, 38. Yeah. Money missions got me money mitching. Pay the full like a Merc beast. And cruddy bitches on dummy missions that'll set you up to the third degree. If your pocket's fat like Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Money coming clumps, coke and cook the lumps. Dead chump to come jump at me. Preferably, I prefer to be on chill mode, but apparently, niggas want war. I'm all for slugs on floor, mugs get torn. Pistol paint a nigga burgundy. Immediately, he gonna need surgery for currency. Currently, I keep a clip full of kerosene. Burn a nigga up, shoddy in the trunk. Watch him just send him to Jesus. Show hit his stomach, spilling all his guts. Knew he couldn't keep no secrets. Cold as silence, about the coldest violence I'd have never witnessed. I mean, never witnessed. Leveled up by doing better business, making smart flips like a clever gymnast. Get parkour at your front door by my young boy with his gun drawn. Don't give a fuck about your living condition. My shooter, a slumlord. Never dreamed to be a drug lord, just a millionaire like a slum dog. QG, Baltimore, West Side, where I'm from, dog. Build the world, build the world, build the world around me and my niggas. Yeah, 3,800 ways to get paid. 3,800 ways to get paid. Build the world, build the world, build the world around me and my niggas. Yeah, 3,800 ways to get paid. 38, 38, 38, 38. Build the world, build the world, build the world around me and my niggas. Yeah, 3,800 ways to get paid. 3,800 ways to get paid. Build the world, build the world, build the world around me and my niggas. Yeah, 3,800 ways to get paid. Production alert. Kids, Wolfer, and I know everybody says that. But I don't oh, care. Kid, no, Kids is fire. Kids. What's that one? Uh, frozen Pizza and Kool-Aid? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, that shit is fire. Yo, did you listen to the... It's the Currency and Freddie Gibbs uh, joint album. Well, it's like an EP. Completely produced by Alchemist. Mm-hmm. Yo, you haven't heard... It's Currency and Freddie Gibbs. EP is like 12 songs. Completely produced by Alchemist. Oh, that's... Some of the darkest, grittiest samples. Nigga, sometimes... Oh, yo... Lizzo, I, I got a whole list for you, yo. Like, that, yo, nasty. We'll definitely get into that. Nasty. Um, so, right now, what else can we expect from you in this project? Like, what, what can uh, we expect from you in this project? I mean, because everybody else has seen, we've seen the online situations. Like, you you and Doc got bars for days, and y'all are continuing to do that. But, like, what are we expecting from you on your own? Uh, yo, absolute honesty. Mm-hmm. Absolute honesty. Like, uh, I'm like you said, like I don't chase a hit. That's not my goal. Right. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, yo, I just you know what I mean, like it's a craft. Yeah, passion. for sure. You just like to write hot shit. Plus, with me and shit, like I don't have any kids. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm always in the mindset, like if I don't, this is my legacy. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to make anything that I'm gonna listen to a year from now, five years from now, fucking cringe when I hit because I didn't mean what I was saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, if I'm sad, I write sad shit. If I'm happy, I write happy shit. Right. But it's like honest and it's relatable. Like, you'll never hear me say I'm a kingpin of the song. Right. Nigga, I'm not that. You know what I mean? You'll right. never hear me say I'm the toughest nigga in the world. I'm not that. I'm just a regular nigga. You know what right. I mean? Like, right. cool cat. Yeah, right. Fucked up, though, but... Oh yeah, I'm the same oh, way. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. Oh yeah, as a producer, I'm the same way. Hey, I don't, I don't talk about that. Oh cool. Y'all know what's so weird. I ain't talking about none of that shit. No right, time. but when it kicked, y'all know what's so weird. We the business. The craziest shit is, and I would say this, and this is the the weirdest thing that I think about for, for myself. Like I was, I was a popular kid, but I was not a kid to sit with dudes like you. Like it just wouldn't happen. Like it just it just it just wouldn't. It was the nineties was holding me there. So it, I wouldn't or to sit with dudes like Doc. Like that shit just wouldn't happen. And it just happened to be happenstance. But when I created my own lane and we created this whole thing, yeah. you find out all these people I'm like, y'all niggas is just like me. Like what yeah, the fuck? Yo, like, yo, y'all niggas is just like me. That's yo, crazy. Crazy shit. yo. 
Statue of Limitations. But when we're not <laughs> young and shit, we'll go to the park who niggas will watch like a fucking Disney movie like Matilda. Right. And then go outside and be a lookout for the drug deals down the street. It, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's, that's, that's Just, crazy. You know what I mean? That's like, crazy. Like, Matilda, they better not ever reboot that. Ever. Yo, yeah, when they threw Lavin out the window and she made a fly. Yo. Nigga, yeah. the yeah. pigtail yeah. sweater at Niggas you. don't know about Matilda. That's one of my favorite yeah. movies. Yo, yeah, I like Matilda. Yeah. Oh, that was my long. shit, yo. Between that and the fact, remember when she was in Dr. Doolittle? I mean, sorry, no, um, Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, that was her. Yeah, that was yeah, her. yeah she, was the, she was the daughter. Uh, she was the daughter of Mrs. Yeah, Doubtfire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Know her solely for that role of Matilda. Like, yo, Matilda yo, she so played a mad shit though. She played a lot of stuff, but definitely in Mrs. Doubtfire, we used to watch weird that shit on VHS. We watched shit every day. Yeah. Every day. Facts. I know the words back and back nah, and forth. The shit me and my young brothers would watch every day. I don't know if y'all niggas ever seen Three Ninjas. Yes. What the fuck? Oh my Nigga, God. Rocky loves Emily. Emily? Yes. What? <laughs> Yeah, I was talking to my homeboy about that shit the other day. He's like, the fuck is a three ninja? I'm like, nigga, you don't know who Rocky, Coke, Tums. I'm like, nigga, you don't know shit about life. They like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't know nothing. Three ninjas, three ninjas return. Uh, straight back, the shit with Hulk Hogan in Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hulk Hogan's trash now. He's trash. <laughs> Hell, I used to watch my favorite shit was um, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Yo. Christina Applegate. Yo, I feel Christina like. The fucking early '90s and the '80s, they had the best concepts of movies, but just not the technology to fucking get it across. Like I would love for there to be. Since we in there, let's go in this bag because we in this bag because this is your bag anyway. Just real quick, what you do. Imagine if, right? Just if this this job just be thinking about now because that's some real shit you got. You said just now, like that plays a vital vital role. Technology plays yes. a vital role. Yo, imagine if Star Trek, right? Got introduced for the first time now, as opposed to back then. Oh, it'd be Ooh, fucking nuts! It'd be crazy. It'd be nuts. It'd be crazy. It'd be the biggest first shit. Of all, first of all, and in less than in less than a like year. Already, like, yeah. But look, in less than a year, the star date is coming. Of course. Because the very first star date was twenty twenty. Mm. We're only a year away from from the original star date. So again. Tricky, don't know. <laughs> like, Yo, it's funny like how that like works out like with the time and shit because it's kind of like with the It movie. Yeah. Oh. Like, when it come did out. Did you see the chapter two though? No, this it's not out yet. No, did you see the trailer? It's a trailer. Nigga. Yo, don't tell me. Yo, what it's a whole. I'm telling you, yo, we go. I'm watching. I didn't know they did a trailer. I didn't say anything about it. But oh yes. my god. Yo, yo, it's a but, it, but, but it's set in this day and age because yes. it match up with the actual calendar of this shit. Yes. Yo. Yes. I did not fuck with the first. But see, the first one actually was like the first one was like how what a prequel should be. It gave you the baseline of the story. That right. was the original story. Now setting up with the time frame, twenty seven years later, and the time and the date. Yeah, but seeing the way they're gonna do it, like how when they did the original TV series, how they jump back and forth between the kids the and kids the adults. Yeah. So that's what they're gonna do in the second movie, where it's gonna have the adults, but then it's gonna jump back to the kids that they were just using. Mm-hmm. And yo. But how the fuck do you do Pennywise in the day and age? Is it like That's what FaceTime and Facebook and all? Yo. So. I can see it. I can see it. Yo, typical shit. You remember Freddy vs. Jason? When they was inside the, um, remember she was inside the, um, when they was in the hospital? Yeah. Sitting there and Kelly Rowland started dozing off? Yeah. And then they had the magazine and Freddy popped in the magazine? Yeah. The cell phones. Look. But I think this time, this time they're not, they're, yeah. they're, what they're doing is because you got to think about what the fears were. Some of the fears were legitimate fears. Like, they were, like, 
like um, one of like black boy was about the fire situation. Oh yeah, his parents the, burned up in the fire. Right, the girl was probably getting molested by, by her dad. Father, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So those things are fears and and still things that can be kind of pushed out. You know, in, yeah. In, in once it was like a germaphobe or some shit. And all that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So it's yo, yo, but it is a trailer for it too. Say no more. You have got to see I'm, it. Speaking of which, we were talking about earlier. We were talking about remakes. Um. This is going to be the dopest and funnest interview. I just appreciate you for doing this anyway. Nah, I'm thankful to be up here, man. Um, one, we talked about we talked about this last week. We didn't get a chance to talk about that child's play situation. Yo, Ill I fucking man. love it. It's one of my favorite. The original one is one of my favorite movies. Four. Like I can do one, one, two, and three. One, yeah, one, two, one, two, three. Yo, one, two, and three. That's it. I kind of can do the bride, not the kid though. That the, seed the, one the was. The seed one was fucking. Was like Red Man in there, some shit. Yes, Red Man. Yep, and Jennifer Tilly was in it actually physically. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, no, one, two, and three were the best. Were with actual. Yeah, ones. for sure. But the first one, yo, when she fucking held him up and she was like, "I know you can. I'm gonna throw you in that fucking fire." He woke up. Yeah. You fucking bitches, nigga. Yo. My favorite part, yo, like. Yeah. And she tried to throw him. When, yeah, when she tried to throw him in the fire. This one is going to be a little bit different because if you notice in the trailer, there's a retina scan. Yeah. So it's more electronic this way. Right. So I. All right, and that's what that's the part that I'm kind of fearful about. Like, yeah. is there still going to be a Charles Lee Ray? Right. Or, is he still going to possess this fucking doll, or right. is it like a fucking like a eye robot situation like oh it's a doll but it like fucking malfunctions and now it's a killer and yeah I'm hoping I, I don't think that they're gonna go that way I think that they're definitely keeping up with it because they also show the store again like the, uh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. of the child store of the production of this so it's not and there are oh and Andy has a like yo they do a breakdown of it Andy has a handicap this time he has an earpiece so the company that makes the earpiece Makes the doll. Oh fuck! So, so like the yeah. doll might speak directly right to the ear. Right. When nobody right. like you keep being in a room full of people, but the fucking doll is talking right now. Right. Yo, that's it's gonna crazy. be many different twists to it, but it's gonna be the same. It's gonna be pretty much the same shit. Like the storyline is supposed to be the same thing. No, I gotta watch the break because I just saw the initial trailer because yeah. I. Yo, like, uh, I watched a YouTube channel, New Rockstars, and they break down the, every the, fucking everything. Thing. Yeah, so, yeah, I think New Rockstars was the one that did it, as a matter of fact. Oh, I'm, I'm watching so that for sure. make sure you watch that. Um, <sighs> then, in Fuck. addition, we talked about Candyman coming back. Not Yo, I didn't even hear about that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not with it. hilarious. You <laughs> say so you're not fucking with it? Hell no. Still, to this day, there are some things I will just not watch. Like, right. I will not watch another Candyman. I will not watch an official screen movie. Yeah. Like, not that. Did you know like a Scream 4? Like, where, where the fuck that? that was, I know. No, I say it's like Scream, like original Scream yeah. 1. Scream. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the first Scream was the, the shit, like, though. scary movie in Scream 3. Yeah. No, the, no, the first Scream was the, the first Scream was the shit. Yes. The original first Scream. Mm. Sorry, I don't want uh, Don't give me a reboot of that. Like, um, yeah. The yeah. certain shit I'm just Yo, not with. You like, know what I want them to I want them to reboot 13 Ghosts. I don't know. That was my shit. Nigga, what? That was my that shit. shit was that was nigga. my shit. Yo, you had, you had to put on a fucking glove and say, like, yo, you know what you mean. Yo, she nigga. She had a lot of the same that, shit. Yo, yo 13 I, Ghosts was the shit. Yo, I could watch that shit all the time. I mean, yo, 13 Ghosts, you scared the fuck out of me. It had Raw Dig in it, matter of fact. Yeah. She was like the, she's like the main name. Like yeah. yeah. Yo. Yeah. Nigga, 13 Ghosts. Mm hmm. Look it up. Fucking love it, yo. Um, Talking about redoing Firestarter. 
Ah, uh, they shouldn't touch it. I don't think so. It's How do you crazy. feel about this Teen Titans movie? Ooh. Ooh. I had yo, I haven't seen um any trailers? No, I haven't oh, seen any trailers. I haven't even seen any trailers for real. Didn't they have like a didn't they have like a like a live action series though? Um no, we have to take those for a second. Oh, so it wasn't a live action no, series? No, I think they're just doing the live action movie. movie. It's no. Like, oh. I thought they had a series at one point. Yeah, they have a series? Yeah, you haven't seen a trailer? Nah. Yo, there's an actual trailer right now. I'm put, yo. So look, it's not called Teen Titans. The movie is just called Titans. So this movie is supposed to be based around solely Raven, right? Mm. Um, a lot of people are mad about this. I will say. Oh, because they made a black. I no, heard no, 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 Starfire. Starfire is black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like technically in the original Titans, she was brown and animated. You know, so it's like you can't really. But her voice is white as shit. So it's like, sure. right. but this brown girl was white. We black. We got black girls with white ass voices. So it's like you can't really. But what I don't like about it is I can't really say what I don't like about what I you know technically what I don't like about it yet because I haven't seen no real shit of it. There's a whole trailer for it, another shit on YouTube. No, look, this is what, like so like the season finale. So it's some shit called no, DC no, 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 no. Oh, so it's, it's different Not, from this. That's on that's on Netflix. Oh, no, oh, I'm talking about the actual legitimate movie, movie that's about to drop. Oh, it's, no, it's I didn't even just know called Titans. Look, it's literally just called Titans, yo. And they about to drop it. And so Robin, of course, is supposed to be. But the question is this. What Rob, like, because the Robin that I saw, this was supposed to be a Robin kick ass and all that shit. But I'm like, so you giving us just a talk? You giving us Damien? You like which Robin are you specifically giving us? Like, cause this Robin apparently in this movie is whooping ass. Uh, oh, and all it, the Robins, it might be it might be Todd though, cause he I, came back as what the Red Hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it might be Todd. Most likely, that's what I was thinking at first, cause Damien was trained yeah. by League of Assassins. So, but anyway, yeah, yeah. that nigga kill him. Like it's the, oh facts. Yeah, <laughs> so facts. Yeah, he a whole. Yo, like, yes, nigga, I've been yo, and see that's why I love YouTube and I fucking hate YouTube, cause nigga, I will end up you in a fucking rabbit spoiler like a motherfucker. I get on YouTube, yo, especially you, the theories though. Oh yeah, yeah. The theory will fuck you. That's what. That's why where the theory came from about the get out situation. Yo, y'all ever watched the theory of uh, what was it like Breaking Bad? Mm-hmm. If Walton, if uh, Walter White actually died, yeah, he didn't. Yeah. He didn't. Right, exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Because um, originally they had the whole breakdown theory of him dying and... Yeah, and, 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 and oh, he and never went to jail. Never but, went to jail to plague, all that shit. Like, no, nah, but he never actually got hit with a shot. It mm-hmm. hit one of the things, ricocheted, caught him on the side, mm-hmm. but he didn't... He, he didn't get popped. Right. Because, yeah, yeah, right. like, the shit that was coming out the car was going through the side of the car, through bricks, through bodies, through another wall. Yeah. That's why he didn't I have blood on the back of his jacket when he was walking. Right. It just nicked the side. Right. Who did I get in an argument with about this shit? He's like, he died, nigga. I'm like, no, he didn't. They never. No. That's one of the rules of TV. If they don't actually show you the death, that means they'll bring that motherfucker okay. back at any time. Like that. That's like soap opera 101. For like, sure. Like people. Yeah. Bring it back. Yeah. With his Walter ass mm-hmm. still walking. <laughs> Yo. I would love it. probably be more limited, but I feel like if, if they was to reboot Breaking Bad, it would be more like, okay, I'm paralyzed now. Yeah. I can't move on my own. Oh, that'd be some so, shit. They make him per- like handicapped like his son. Is, mm. I know how this game went. 
Supposedly, if he was obviously bring a message, you know they're gonna try to reboot the drug shit. Of course, he's gonna be like, he probably must be, be paralyzed. He's gonna get a fucking. Apprentice. I can't move. I can't do the shit on my own. So I'm gonna mm. find a nigga who I know. Mm. I'm gonna scout out some shit. Pretty like much that. like the older Mexican dude who hit the who hit the bell. Facts. Like here, look, you know what? You got potential, hey man. You wanna. Yeah. Talk for us. Hey, that's some money. And now because he paralyzed, he can't. You know, yo, I'm giving nobody say. Walter is one of the characters out of a series that was a fucking savage. Right. Oh, for that sure. That nigga made it happen. Nigga, like, I'm the one who knocks. You feel me? <laughs> right, right. Facts. Nigga, like, yo, his so wife, we, we yo. Definitely gonna, we definitely going to call this episode um, Fan Theories with Q. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, yo, facts. Yo, if you really think about it, yo, he could come back. Walter, he just paralyzed. That's all. Yeah. It should change. He got the same mentality. Remember, he done fucked over... Majority of the cast. Majority of the cast. Yo. But it's like, all right, well, look, I'm in this position now. Listen, I see a lot of you. You want to, blah, blah. Now this, this whole show will be going from Walter playing the contortionist yeah. or not contortionist. Uh, like the puppeteer the type of shit. puppeteer. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, you got this young cat. Fresh. He in a bad situation. He down bad. He trying to make some money. He blah, blah. Then it'd be easy to just jump and reboot. Easy. Right. Speaking of which, which we were talking about earlier, we were talking about the Scarface situation. I can't. Not with it. I'm not here for that, but it says now following in the Scarface tradition, the new film um, will take place in Los Angeles and follow a Mexican immigrant rise to power, which makes sense. Um, But the movie has hit quite a few bumps on the road, a variety, um, not the Coke kind, whatever, along the way. Uh, The Universal film was originally supposed to be directed by Antonio Fuagua. Um, who then dropped out to work on the Equalizer two? Um, yeah, so it's it's going through a whole bunch of phases, but it is allegedly supposed to be. Saved. But you know, this would be the third remake of the shit. Yeah, because the El Pacino one was a remake. But right, right. Yeah, the first one was like the original classic Scarface, which was, was black like and in, white. Yeah, like yeah. and that shit took place in like what Brazil or some shit or mm-hmm. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why they kept the you know at the end of the day that's why they kept the the. Tenacity of it, you know, the originality of it. Yeah, they still make this nigga Cuban. They make Cuban. Yeah. 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 The one thing about uh, Scarface for us, and I think this is why you can't touch it, is that it's a hip hop classic. Yes. It's a hip hop classic. Like I have, I have the Scarface DVD with the hip hop. There was like the 20th anniversary with the hip hop version that everybody from hip hop talking about Scarface. Oh and shit! So I have that version with that with the yeah, second movie. Hey, one of my favorite movies. Guess oh, what? They yeah. really added that in the movie. Oh yeah, right. Like, Motherfuckers love to see a cool immigrant come up. Came right. out like yeah, yeah that's like, a fact. That, that movie literally changed. That movie is literally probably why majority of these became Yo. dope boys and selling funny, right. funny enough, nigga, I got a paid in full. There's like a little sample that's like placed it. I got a song called Had to Hustle. Mm-hmm. And there's like a little space for a bridge. And I put like a little snippet from Peyton Full in there. Yeah. And it's the part when like uh, uh, Mitch and A, they in a. He's like, man, I love the hustle. I just so coke on these streets. But if you hear it with the song, it's fucking. It's fire. Y'all, what up, what up, what up, y'all? Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another great episode. We hope y'all enjoyed it. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? The recap was everything. It was so many great guests. Um, we did cut a little bit for time, but it is what it is. Right. Um, so we definitely appreciate y'all for listening. Uh, once again, if y'all have any questions, concerns, just thoughts, or any new topics of the show, hit us up at the kickstand podcast at gmail.com. I'm always looking at the emails, so I definitely want to hear y'all feedback. Um, and, you know, 
shout us a like. Let us know. Yes, sir. Um, other than that, I think that's pretty much it. And look out for a new episode coming real soon. Yes, sir. All right. All right.